Welcome back. Oh, gosh, my voice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Leave it in. Nailed it. Yeah. That was a beautiful start to the day. Post. All right. We're doing it live. This is how you know that we're really doing it. Yeah. Um, welcome back to the Sarcastic Four podcast. Woo! I am Brandon Wiggers. Woo-woo! On my left is Dean Sizemore. Howdy, howdy. On my right is Liz LaBelle. On my right, right. Is Ralph Purificado. What is up? And on my left left is our fearless leader, Brandon Wiggers. <laughs> I know you already introduced yourself. I, know, I just want to say left left. Yeah. You know what my fear is, though? What? <clears throat> I hate the idea of oblivion. Like the Tom Cruise movie? No, the Elder Scrolls. Oh. <laughs> no, I hate drowning. One. That, that like, the scene in Casino Royale uh-huh. where... Uh, the his love interest dies at the end. Spoiler. Vespa. By Vespa, that's right. Yeah. By uh, drowning. Yeah, that gives me like the heebie jeebies. Oh, and she just like yells and like sucks yeah, and the then, air like, in to get, get him to go away. And they just full shot show the life lever. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, that I'm gave like me it. like high speed come apart as a kid. But anyway, <laughs> here we are. What? We're talking about Hopefully not drowning today. I just yeah. thought about the Titanic for some reason. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. God. <laughs> James Cameron coming in hot. James, That's definitely not on our list for today. James Cameron admitted that oh Jack could have fit on that door. He did. Just saying. So these movies bring us to the topic for today. And our topic is, this is something I don't, I'm surprised. I'm not surprised, but I'm really like happy that we're all so excited about this. Mm-hmm. Our topic for today is... Our eight most underrated movies of all time. And they can be, our only criteria was that we don't <clears throat> do like a bunch of Marvel and DC things. Because no. each of us have our DC and Marvel movies that we feel very, um, <clears throat> very like, that they are better than they are. Like She-Hulk. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Your face. <laughs> this is why I wish we had camera. Oh, I know. I know. I think was... I may have a solution for that soon, actually. Ooh, Hot on the tuned. air right now. but Love it. Um, but anyway, so, and then that they just be somewhat nerdy in nature. I know, Liz, it's okay. Like, you you did a lot from your childhood. So some of them yeah. may not always be so nerdy. There right. are some of mine that aren't nerdy. But they're, they feature people that we have come to know and adore okay. in the culture. Mm-hmm. So, that said, I don't know if you guys put them in order, but I have mine from eight being <sighs> the least underrated to one being like, this is an absolute, 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 an absolute criminal act that this movie is not more regularly talked about, especially in this director's like repertoire of films. So, that said, we're going to talk about some current events. We're gonna. We brought a little show and tell. They're going to quickly go over, and then afterwards, we're going to get deep into the heart of it. All right, Ralph <laughs> laid out. Yeah. So for all of the I had to regular, make up for forgetting yeah. every other time. <laughs> yeah, for the regular listeners out there, you guys know that Ralph has forgotten every show and tell. I have. But he he's, didn't. He's been punctual every time. That's very, true. Very, very true. That, that, that's, that's true. But he did not forget the show and tell. Oh no. Ralph brought in. You want to just quickly go over what they are? Um, So I have volumes one and two of the comic adaptation of A New Hope, um, which are 1977 and in somewhat decent condition. A film to page adaptation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So that's pretty cool. Um, 
having Han shooting first. Oh, yeah. Just in print makes me happy. Yeah, 1977 mm-hmm. proof. Can't change this, George. You printed them, you put them out there, and now <laughs> we have them. Um, I've got the uh, six series Bruce Lee Marvel run, um, which I love. Martial mm-hmm. arts nerd. So, yes. Um, very proud of that. And then two of my pride and joys uh, in the box. Uh, the Power of the Force series Boba Fett action figure. So it does have the Kenner label on the back, but mm-hmm. it is it is when Hasbro had already bought Kenner. Um, yeah. But I, I think that's this is like one of the last of the things that saw Kenner printed on it. Uh, and my Jeremy Bullock autographed it's there. print from Empire Strikes yeah. Back. The reference <clears throat> reference from our last episode has come full circle. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yeah, I love it. I love Tamora, but. Uh, Jeremy's voice uh, is the Boba Fett voice I mean, that's, in my yeah. head still. I'm yeah. going to go so far as to say that his replication of Tamura, or Tamura's replication of his voice is pretty is good. probably why he got hired in the first place. Yeah. One of the reasons I would I would be willing to bet money on. Yeah. Now, for everybody who doesn't know, by the way, Jeremy Bullock is the original guy in the Boba Fett mm-hmm. in Empire costume in Empire Strikes yep. Back. Yep. So he's the OG. Yes, sir. And uh, Tamara is the current uh, Boba, Boba Fett, Fett actor. And then yep. for um, animated series, we've got D. Bradley Baker, and he plays an- anywhere from the clones to the Bad Batch to I don't. We only had young Boba Fett in the animated series, so I sure, sure. Else, but that'd be cool it's if all they used like form and shifting yeah. the whole Boba him. family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Boba fam. All right, Liz. Liz brought something really cool too. I brought something. Um, it was a handout on my way out from Endgame. Uh, it's this, I'd say, ten by seventeen print of the Infinity Gauntlet with the stones in it. Uh, the artwork's really cool. I don't know who drew it. They don't really... They didn't... It's obviously just got Marvel stamped all over it, but... Um, be a sick tattoo. The, what's that? It would be a that sick be tattoo. Shit tattoo. <laughs> well, because that's just the Iron on Man. on my arm. Yeah. Just yeah, like... That's, yeah, it's not <laughs> the whole it's hand. It's not yeah. the uh, Need of a Lear gauntlet. It's... That's the Iron that's Man. That's the Iron yeah, Man. That's the, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Iron Man gauntlet. Yeah, And I then like it, it says, uh, we love you 3000 at the bottom. I'm guessing it's like, thank you to the fans. Yeah. <laughs> Very um, cute. Yeah. That hurts my soul. I love cute. it. And just like the, the, the art itself, like the way it's drawn and everything, I or designed or whatever, um, looks amazing. Very like paint yeah. splotch. Um, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it looks like it could have been, um, what's it called? Uh, pastels yeah just because of the the way the, oh, yeah. the strikes look but then you've got like these like <laughs> trash polka dots on it it's really cool um we'll post pictures of all this stuff on our instagram account so you guys yeah. can check it out i brought um speaking of pastels mm-hmm. and that kind of artwork <clears throat> oh yeah moon knight is my favorite uh marvel character and so i brought the uh comic run that the show was based on the lemire smallwood bel-air run i think that's how you say his last name bel-air Anyway, it's got a lot of artwork that's very reminiscent of, like, sketch, pencil sketch. And it's just, like, really beautiful. And, like, I always tell people, I'm like, if you want to see some of the most eclectic, some of the most outstanding artwork in a comic run, it's this run. It is flawless to me. And it spans everything from, like, noir to, like, Japanese style all the way to like very american pencil oh, sketch so it's stuff. not mm-hmm. just like one oh no man it's just style. got yeah because you got more of the pencil sketch type stuff here and you got very like 
American 2000s type thing. Oh, and then cool. you've got, there's su- there's several in here. Yep, there's the Noir. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's beautiful. Anyway, it's, that's what I got. It's I love thick. It. It's, it's a thick daddy. With two Cs. Yeah. yeah, with a Q somewhere in there, silent Q. Mine goes out to all the millennials listening. I brought, in celebration of less MCU, Star Wars, you know, quote-unquote mm-hmm. nerdy stuff, I brought an original PlayStation 1 Mad Cat's memory card. Oh, my God. No oh my God. Yeah. yeah, this bad boy holds, like, 16 megabytes of information. <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah. That holds the first chapter of the Golden Eye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this this very well might have a Final Fantasy VII save file on it. Yeah, wow. yeah. that's amazing. I love this. God, this yeah. guy. Oh yeah, this is this is a chonky daddy from the get go. I like it. <laughs> yeah, Mad Cats. Shout out to Mad Cats. I wow. I love that controller. Oh, I, th- I think all my Nintendo sixty four controllers were Mad Cats by the end. Yeah. But that was back when you could have like a proprietary company create a controller yeah, yeah. for you know. Oh man, I love that. That makes me happy. I I would love to see like that become a thing again with like PS5 or Xbox, where like companies could create controllers that might, especially with now technology, you know, create something that pushed it a little further, you know, than having like PS5 controllers for PS5 only. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Well, it's crazy what the controller... You have a PS5 now, right? I do, yeah. yeah. It's crazy, like, the controllers can be part of the games now. Like, when, yeah. the, when the characters, they'll pick up a, a voice recorder or a tape yep. recorder or something, you, you usually have to lift the controller up to your ear as if you were the character in the game. Yeah. I'm and, sure you've noticed in the Hogwarts Legacy game, when you fly a broom, your trigger is a lot... St- oh, shit. I'm on Xbox. I'm sure you've noticed in the Hogwarts game. <laughs> yeah, turning, turning back to that. Brandon just turned to his left. Not, oh, not, not his right, right. Oh, right. Away from his right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, level 40, 100%, all the challenges. Oh, you played the game. Yeah. I have read up on the, the um, specific quests, like mm-hmm. the house specific quests. I, when I finish this, I will restart as Hufflepuff because I know that Hufflepuff is like, you know, the. But you want to go to. I want to go to Azkaban. Yeah. And mainly, right, right. I didn't realize it was the Jackjaw, Jackdaw, 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 that, yeah. Yeah, that whatever his name away is. nonsense quest yeah, I didn't is the Ravenclaw the house, house quest. Oh, how, does, like, how do what? the Hufflepuff nerds get the coolest quest? Yeah, like, their, because nobody wants their, to be a Hufflepuff. That's, that's, that's why. Fair. Their that's common fair. room is fat. Really? It is you know how when you do your room of requirement and one of the options is having like a very herb lore sensitive room where it's like sunlight everywhere, plants growing? Hmm. That's what their room looks like. I like it that. is beautiful. It's like a botanical garden inside. And I, I'm and like, I, they subtly made Hufflepuff the best house. And, and they've got like a 95 inch plasma TV in their <laughs> common room. Yeah, <laughs> right. Fucking nerds. <laughs> do, 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 does television television exist in the hogwarts world right like maybe not at that point though in cell phones at, not yeah, at that oh because this is a hundred years yeah before that's right yeah, oh, that's yeah 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 not at that but in the time. in the harry potter movie yeah, series sure. they like there's yeah, not a watch... tv anywhere in hogwarts no, but like the, but the dursleys yeah but the, yeah the real world has yeah. tvs and stuff yeah, like, like why would you if i have a magic wand in my hand i'm not turning the tv on yeah that's true yeah you could literally i'm entertained just, enough as is you could literally just disapparate and yeah. talk to them in person. True. Yeah. Mm. Screw cell phones. You know what I'm saying? You could just hang out with Pedro Pascal 
anytime you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I said it. Yeah. 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 You I okay, still need Liz? to watch. I need a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, to watch the... Uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Oh, it's man. So, so good. I haven't seen it. I need to see it too. That's yeah. incredible. That clearly won't be on any of our lists because everyone loves yeah. the film. So, yeah. But um, let's move on to some uh, current events. I don't. I don't want to. Oh no. <laughs> so let's start with. The- I don't want. Shit got weird, man. Shit got really. This weird. is. There's don't, just a don't, lot. Don't do it. Of things. I'm starting with Shazam. I'm going to start with Shazam. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. Yeah, it, well, I haven't yeah, seen I haven't it either, seen but either. Uh, and I don't care. I just watched the first one. I know. What? what? I do. I, yeah, I'm, so I'm slowly I, I'm slowly making my way through the stuff that's on HBO sure, right now. Sure, yeah. Um, it took me four sittings to get through halfway um, of the Battenson movie. I don't know if I'm going to put myself through it any further. Oh, the, the Batman. Oh, uh, yeah. Bat- Are you Batman. serious? Yes. I can't do it. What? Uh, it's just it's well, not wow. doing it for me. To, to be fair, it's a, it's a brick of a movie. Like it's a... I, Yeah, length, length is one thing, but like there's nothing gripping me. Right. Absolutely nothing. His acting is just... I, I get what he's trying to do, but I also don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like... I, I thought it was fine, but like... Oh, man. I was like, hmm. all right, it's fine. Wow. I prefer him as a vampire. That's a, I don't think I'd go that far. Bold but. statement. I prefer him as an <laughs> emo vampire. I prefer vampire. him as like a like a lighthouse worker in the yeah. lighthouse. I haven't seen that either. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great film. Uh, oh, what was that other one? I he did Limit, Tenet. Limitless too. Like, no, also, I think what? he was in Limit. Was am I wrong? Like the Bradley Cooper, the Bradley Limitless? Cooper one, or the T- no, 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 in the TV uh, show. No, 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 no. It's not a TV. It's it was a film. It was something where he took a pill. And his brain oh, like, tapped uh, into the rest of oh, his my, brain yeah. capacity. Oh, that does sound like Limitless. I do understand your confusion. I think the show's called Limitless. The show is also called and Limitless, it's got but like he's not a, in it. I thought he had... He, okay, he, I thought he had a Pattinson's cameo. Pattinson's not in that. I'm wrong. I, I could be what wrong, too, but him? I really don't think that's... Let me put it this way. The show is on such a syndicated network at the time it came out that also, like, he was doing so much, like, art stuff mm-hmm. that, like, I would... If he's in it, I'll eat my words. But... I would be really surprised. Mm-hmm. Cosmopolis. Cosmopolis. That's what it was. Uh, okay. I enjoyed that. That's that. That mm-hmm. sounds about right. Yeah, and I feel like people have seen him in that, and they were like, maybe he should be Batman because it kind of fits that like suit, like guy yeah. in a suit, hmm. rich man, stoic, you know, man of power, all this, all that kind of shit. And so then like he that had makes sense. No Bruce Wayne scenes. Zero Bruce Wayne. Like scenes. they're all Batman scenes. Yeah. Like when when he still had his makeup on his eyes and he was in his lair, I was like, dude, what are you doing? I'm. I don't know. I really face. appreciated. I, 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 I love it. the eye makeup. I hate. They it. just acknowledge that he does that. Yeah, yeah I did kind of like that too. Can and I be? No. It is a year one or year two year kind two. of story. So he's sure. you know obsessed with, and we kind of talked about this. Like we're gonna see him come into. I need Bruce Wayne and Batman to be effective mm-hmm. and kind of balancing those lives out. But he's just he's wrong and late the whole movie. Objectively speaking, <laughs> I think of my life. I think it's the best film that DC's done. Objectively speaking, Ever? over Joker. Have you, have you seen? Uh, full, from Snyder the full Cut? full spectrum of all things cut? considered. 
All things considered, Heath is a way better actor than any person in that film. Oh, oh I, thought, I, meant, I thought I we were talking Joaquin about Phoenix Joker. Oh, Joker? Oh, shit. Ooh. Speaking of which, have you guys seen Dang. The, the, oh, yeah. The, the Lady Gaga. Yeah. Oh. She looks amazing. By the way, hot take. Here we go. I think Uh-oh. she's going to, from the get-go, be a better Harley Quinn than yeah. Margot Robbie. I didn't care for Margot Robbie. I think wow. Margot Robbie has like the unhinged sexuality type really cool thing that she's got that I really like. I like that part of the character, mm-hmm. but I think the like... Oh, but God, kind of do that. maniacal thing. I think, I think she's yeah. going to play the better psychologist turned villain mm. aspect of. I agree Harley with Quinn. that. But Margot's Harley Quinn is that post Joker yes. Harley, like yes. she's kind of getting out from under him kind yeah. of thing. Because like you see that the in world. the animated series, and if you get in like the injustice stuff where she becomes like a good guy, basically, mm. it, it's. It's pretty cool. So I, yeah. I liked her. But yeah, I think Lady Gaga is going to be. Yeah. I'm thrown off about the musical aspect because like in my brain, it's like a Disney film where they're like, hey, Mr. J. And then the music starts and she's like, Hakuna Matata. <laughs> so have yeah, you ever seen um, Clockwork Orange? Yes. I've not. Okay. So Clockwork Orange. I mean, is maybe, maybe don't watch it. A viciously, in the next few days, yeah. viciously like, violent film. When you're nice. Viciously violent yeah, it's film. It's a lot. It's very hard to watch. It's the kind of film that you watch and you acknowledge is a great movie, but you can't watch it again for probably another year. There's a lot of music element in that one, if I'm not mistaken, right? It's been a while since I've seen it. Or am I thinking of like 1984? It's it's not like it's not it's not like a musical, but there it's it kind of like it is an insight into his psychosis. They gotcha. use music as a <laughs> This is Clockwork Orange. I'm not mistaken, right? Where they use music as a conditioning. Oh uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, but also film. Yes. So they use that as like this. Yes, film. That's right. And they use that as like this thing to control his psychosis. Mm. And it's, I kind of see that like very psychologically crazy hearing music in your head mm, type thing. Yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not going. so much like a focus on the music. It's his portrayal and his theatricality throughout yeah. through, sure, it, through sure. it all. So that's why. It, it could feel like a musical, but gotcha. It's- yeah, I think it's going to be very much like a music in their head type thing. Mm-hmm. Like they share the same music. Well, I mean, and- we see it when he goes dancing down the stairs. Yeah. Like it's like that was like in, a little in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. the way I see it. And I think with the work that Lady Gaga's done recently, this if she just keeps being as brilliant as she is, which I feel like it won't be hard for her, mm-hmm. I feel like this is going to be an incredible movie. I think. It's yeah, I'm super great. psyched. Um, more on the uh, current events stuff. Marvel's VFX supervisor, Victoria Alonso, bye, got let go from Disney. Which she only took care of Marvel projects. Correct? Yeah, she. So, okay. so she. Yes, it was Marvel's. Okay. Um, from what I've read, and I tried to do a little research before I came here. She had been. She had held the job for fifteen years. Oh wow! Now, if you do your math, and we all have. Because we're all musicians, we can at least count to four. Um, we know that 15 years is <laughs> how long <laughs> the MCU's been around. Right. So likely she came on, probably, depending yeah, on when Iron Man, Man was released, Iron Man. right when Iron Man was a thing. She might have overseen that mm-hmm. as one of her first things she did. And there's a lot of like reports about marvel trying to silence her or something and i don't really i haven't been able to make heads or tails of it because i think it's still pretty early on in the whole thing but i just think it's very bizarre 
that like you have some films come out in the MCU that have some of their like they have like really good VFX. Some of them do, mm-hmm. you know. And she's headed. I mean, she headed Endgame. Yeah, and which Infinity is, yeah. War on yeah. the Marvel side. Maybe mm-hmm. not the ILM side, but the Marvel side. You know, I think it was ILM that did the VFX in that Indust- industry light. Yeah, um, man, I can't remember. I feel like as soon as they bought them, um, bought all the Star Wars Lucas stuff that that they started getting involved pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so I just I like I'm just like man, this is an odd thing to like overlook something so fantastic that they did you know truly like groundbreaking like they developed new technology in order to do thanos just to like toss away on a couple good on a couple iffy movies a L- little worse than it yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> but, so we, we yeah, all then, like, we looked all at saw... ralph expecting him to... y- yeah i'm being, yeah. I'm being a little generous we all saw it man yeah, yeah. garbage yeah and like and like we've talked about with so much of like the implementation of the VFX and stunt work in the Disney Plus shows, you're just like, okay. Yeah, yeah. You can do better. But you know, I have been rewatching Mandalorian and I like everything better. My scores on everything on my second watch through have like risen dramatically. Um I think, even with I mean yeah. the fight choreography is still not great. Yeah, I mean John Wick four is out now. Like there is a very high standard for stunt work these days. Gotcha, yeah. uh, Daredevil on Netflix, mm-hmm. like, so like they still need to do better. But maybe this is them realizing like we can't just sit back and cash checks anymore. We need to shake things mm-hmm. up and yeah. get better at this. It's also possible that so we all know that there have been a lot of like out speaking against Marvel and how they treat their VFX artists sure, yeah. that they've been working with. And half of me wonders is maybe that might be the reason that she got let go. I don't know. I have no reason to believe that. But like if she would be the correspondence between whatever VFX house that they hire, right? Because that would be I would imagine that would be part of her job as a VFX supervisor mm-hmm. for Marvel. If that was something that she did not do very well. I can imagine that maybe that might be something that that could be a reason. Again, I have no sure. idea. I'm not a professional in that industry. That said, I'm curious to see what happens with that coming out soon. They've got a lot of work to do. They do. Oh, I man. think they realize it, though, because didn't they just announced that they were going to uh, slow down production and just really focus on building quality rather than quantity? Yeah, that's what uh, we, it's all of we stuff wanted. Got pushed back. Yeah, it's all and, we wanted, um, though. Yeah, well, they're going to be know. making some changes coming up. Yeah, and uh, um, cast some new. Uh, <laughs> and cast some new villains, man. <laughs> <laughs> some new major. So there's going to be a major recast. <laughs> major well, so so because I, I was got I was it. gone when you guys were having that conversation. Where are they at with that? Because apparently the, I have not heard the, anything about it. Well, no, because now the the victim. Uh, took back her. Yeah, I've actress. heard. Like she, she, she went back on her, on her. Uh, I read an article. They have video in the car for some reason. There's video from the car, uh, statements by the driver and other people who were there overheard and saw stuff. And now, um, yeah, what Liz was saying, like she there's like word, yeah. sworn statement. She's going back on her word. That's crazy. Within a day, though. Oh yeah, they, yeah. They were, she, there was a key, like a really quick turnaround. So like one, one, like you can't help but wonder like 
did did she just say something and that just it got blown out of proportion or was she paid off I, like this is very odd i don't know what's it going on but so it's bad very like, odd she was the this person i guess the former accuser yeah. at this point i hadn't read that yet but like was in the hospital and like they made an arrest they did oh, yeah. Yeah. They arrested arrested. Him, so yeah. it seemed like it seemed pretty serious if anyone's confused, we're talking about Jonathan Majors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't even say his uh, yeah. name. <laughs> we made the pun. We're talking about Jonathan Majors, who is the uh, major role, uh, again, no pun intended, of Kang the Conqueror in the MCU going forward, as well as uh, several other roles, including... Damien um, in Creed Three. Mm-hmm. He right. did uh, the Lovecraft Country stuff. Uh, he was in, uh, what was it, Devotion? Was the, the only World good part of Quantumania. Pretty much. Yeah, so yeah. pretty sensitive issue, especially because it's a little over twenty four hours in. I, I would I would imagine from the count, but yeah. Um, yeah, we were all talking about what what is going on at Marvel and what 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 are Kevin Feige? What's he thinking right now? Yeah, and, well, that's the thing. Like, I think we've learned in just how things like these happened in the past. Um, how it's it's not right to jump to conclusions before yeah. you do like a full investigation and again like you've got you've got um you know Johnny Depp laws protecting people and stuff mm-hmm. like that and like we've seen in the past like just yeah. and both sides of, of that of that spectrum like jo- the Johnny Depp of this world and then we've got Ezra Miller on the opposite side of the of that spectrum Yeah we too. talked about that on the last yeah. one too so, you, you so, talked about Yeah so it's just like I feel like there's no right way, and I feel like studios have either been too hasty with their decisions or not quick enough. So we're only 24 hours in, so yeah. 24 or 48 at this point, but um, I think they're just going to I know that wait. decisions get made pretty quickly in studios, and they have yeah. to like kind of make decisions well, yeah, quickly with a, this stuff. plan B. Like, if he's guilty, okay, cool. If he's not guilty, yeah. and then, like, if it takes on it takes a long time, then... you. I like your nails. Holy crap. I just okay. saw those. I noticed those. I noticed, no, I noticed I'm them earlier. I'm a girl today. For those, for those who can't like <laughs> yeah. see this, they're like, they almost look like they'd be from like like a feudal Japan by I thought painting. the same thing. Yeah, yeah I really did. Yeah. Dude, I, I love that. I love floral. So, I, and I saw these and they're not, I, I can't function with these with these things on. That's why I do it so rarely. But um, I'm a girl today. Oh it's my really gosh. Nice. I had to really rip nice. them off yeah. at my gig yesterday. Though, I, saw because, I saw your post Because I that. had to get, we, we played, we ended up playing two and a half hours rather than three and a half. And mm. I needed to grab the guitar and I can't do it with these things on. So. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I sat down and put them back on. Nice. Well, true professional. Yes. So that's yeah. So I guess that's kind of our two cents on the whole thing. Like I, I kind of agree. I'm like the way James Gunn approaches stuff is they've got on their their head on their shoulders. Now, granted, as the Ezra Miller of it all, I think that they didn't handle that super well. I think they're trying to do that, bury it, and look past it, and let it start a new universe. But it doesn't right the wrongs that the the injustices he did. The way that looks like is that they're just kind of waiting. Even though there's like clear evidence, yeah. Now, w- just- one thing that I think we can- we tend to forget with that is that James Gunn got canceled at one point. Yeah. Oh, remember? Yeah. Oh, he yeah. got fired before Guardians Two, right? And then got what did rehired. He do? Old tweets. Oh, it was old tweets. Yeah. Oh. Old so tweets. He- what was the content though? I can't remember. They I- were just fairly inappropriate jokes, but yeah. it, it didn't seem malicious. I-, I don't remember what they were, but it just it just seemed like. It kind of something you couldn't say in a group of people you didn't know. Yeah. You know, like gotcha. it, okay. 
And uh, so that's why I'm kind of sitting here being like, I I think James Gunn coming at this whole thing is probably going to be a lot more like, we're not doing that right. unless it is Yeah, warranted. he's been through it, so I guess. I guess so, plus, yeah. plus, regardless of the whole Ezra Miller issue, and, and it is it is an issue, yeah. they, they've they got the Michael Keaton card, and they know if they put this film out, people are going to yeah. go see it. Oh, yes. I do think that there's, like, I think that they've kind of done Supergirl very dirty. Really? I don't uh, like the I, series. I, I, oh, the series. Oh, really? which oh I, thought you meant the, which, I thought you meant in the Flash film. brings me to, I think that she's going to be a winning ticket for them. Yeah, I think she looks like incredible in this film. In the, I in the trailers love the suit. I love the way they did her VFX. It's very similar to Cowbills, yeah. but it has a little more sense of grounded realism to it. Mm-hmm. That feels like she could be defeated, and like so that's why like the whole like Batman. It's on my watch list. I need to. I haven't well, seen if they it. go with because I, I rewatched Flashpoint Paradox yesterday. Oh, the animated one. Yeah, during uh, yeah, me and my girlfriend had a little stay-at-home drunk brunch. Love it. Pan- and I was K-K's. like, can we watch cartoons? Pan-K-K's. And she was like, fine, because she's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Bacon, uh, bacon, bacon, eggs, and pancakes, um, <laughs> and a lot of mimosas. Um, Our new favorite word is pancake. But yeah. Pan-K-K's. Oh, and uh, Michael B. Jordan voices Cyborg in the Flashpoint oh, Paradox. Make that a real thing. I love that. Come on now. And uh, Ron Perlman's in there. Nathan Fillion does wow. Hal Jordan, which is always great, great when he does oh, that. I yeah, love the, that. the whole cast oh is is phenomenal. Nathan Fillion needs a he's comeback. a treasure. Crap, yeah. he is a treasure. And I'm not talking about Firefly. Well. <laughs> Do you want to segue into our underrated movies? Is that on your... I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to ask. Are we not going to talk about The Last, Last of Us? Us? Can we oh, please? Yes. We never yeah. really gave it a I know. Okay. So okay. we all... Man, I wish... I almost wish one of us... The only one it would be would be Liz because you didn't play the game. But like, I did not. I wish one of us didn't watch any of it. The game at the all game. before oh, doing it, this. Because I would uh, love to hear Liz just be like... What the yeah. fuck uh, at the end of it? But it's it's highly affected how I view the show and yeah it, the ending for, the, no knowing the, the video oh, playing oh, the video oh, I game see, I see. yeah yeah um, for the better I think. so so just because I'm a fragile human being mm. um, I'm glad I was prepared before having seen the show because there's a lot of stuff in there that I like would not have been ready for mentally and I would have I would have come out of it pretty hurt. Mm. Yes. So the one thing I love the finale, I think it's a pretty solid 7.9 out of 10 in my book um, because all of the events are right. I feel emotionally connected. I feel like their relationship is where it should be for the outcome to happen. Mm -hmm. I got to be honest. I don't love the montage feel of him taking down everyone in the hospital afterwards. Really? I, I huh. wanted it to feel so much more like you're there with him making these decisions. It just, they kind of feel like they just glaze over it. Which brings me to, I love Pedro Pascal. I think he's done everything right. But I think he so quickly kills the doctor. Oh, see, I, no, I, like, okay. I love that. I wanted him I to linger moment. on it for a second. And then, you know? Because, I mean, when you played the game, did you consider not killing him? I killed the optional nurses. 
Okay. You don't well, have to route. kill. Them. <laughs> so to my right, we've got yeah. Yeah. Right to my yeah. right, we've got Liz, and to my left, we've got the Joker. Yeah. So, oh my God. <laughs> you only have to kill the doctor in the video game. You don't right. have to kill the other. The, the, I yeah. think there's two nurses with him in the, in the right. game as well. And I was j- unbelievably angry when when I was playing the game. I, I took the time to equip the shotgun in the video game and take care of the job. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I, I was using stealth through most of the game uh, going into it. So I was very calculated from the get-go. So I was, gotcha. in, my, I was in my right head. So I sat there, and in the game, you, much like in... The second game with a particular event that I'm not going to talk about. Yeah, but we you can't have the... to. You have to make a conscious decision. They make you feel the impact of like pushing the trigger button on the controller. Mm-hmm. And um, oh god, I'm just reliving the second game. A moment. The hallway. Yeah. The, no spoilers for the second game Dude. and or seasons two and three of the show. We don't know what's going to. Uh, I just want to say it without any spoilers. There's also rumored casting for one of the big. Ooh. Yeah, Abby's, Ooh. right? Yes. Oh, but we don't man. know. But we don't know who Abby is. We exactly. We but, know, but we know, but like, yeah, yeah. We won't they talk don't about know. Abby's yeah, character. Yeah, the, the viewers but, and but listeners don't. I'm just. I'm really like. I. I think that for an, the rumored cast for an Ellie level character, yeah. as far as her importance to the episode, <clears throat> you know. Yeah. Um. But I wish they made you linger a little bit. Like I wish Pedro lingered a little bit, but still with the same level of conviction. Because, mm-hmm. like, even when he was getting... At, by the way, spoilers, right? Did we say that? Spoilers? Oh, yeah. Spoilers? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. For, for the first yeah. game. Yeah. Um, even when he was being escorted out by those two guys, guards, whatever, you could already tell he was thinking about, like, going ham on everyone. Yeah, yeah. You could already tell. And, like, again, like, shout out to Pedro Pascal because, like, I could see it in his face. I could see him thinking. I could see, mm-hmm. like... That's like great yeah, acting to me. Were very turning, very much yeah. turning. Yeah. Um, so like, I don't know. I don't know if like that takes away from him needing to linger on whether or not he should shoot the doctor because right away he knew he was like, no, I got to do this. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. I think him hesitating in front of the doctor might not have been. You know, when you just see red, when you're like, yeah. I just need to save this kid. His one thing that I love that Pedro did is. He, we know that Pedro is a vicious killer, but he's, but he's a protective person and he, and he will do anything literally in the course of the show, anything to protect the person he loves. It's the only way his character knows how to show love. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the responsibility of just doing whatever it takes to keep them okay. And I think what's really cool is like, if he's going to kill that doctor immediately, like as soon as he walks in the room, the facial expression Pedro has is like burned into my head because it is so, Mm -hmm. if that's the creative choice that Gaiman and Mason, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Gaiman, not Druckmann. Neil Druckmann. Greg Mason. Yeah. (laughs) Druckmann. That's a creative decision they wanted to take. The way Pedro did it was chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. Because I felt it was bone chilling to watch that. And afterwards, Amber looks at me and she's like, not Pedro. <laughs> and I, was like, that's how, I was like, that's how you should feel. Well, yeah. he is even yeah. just rewatching the Mandalorian. He plays like he's like, I'm a good guy. 
but mm-hmm. fuck around and find out. Yeah, like, right. like in Mando, yes. yeah. he's so nice mm-hmm. in, until you give him a reason, and then he's going to grapple you into the doorway and shut yeah. the door in your face. There's like a fine line not between care. between like him and like a villain like Thanos, where they're driven by purpose. Yeah, if they have oh, like a mission yeah. and they really need to do something, and it's like this needs to be done, whatever means necessary, they will do it. Yeah, well, but it's always there's always a good. Um, there's a good reason behind it. There's a motivation behind it. God, that relatability. It's the relatability factor. It's part of the reason people love Killmonger so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Well, neither here nor there as far as The Last of Us goes, I guess. But I'm, like, rewatching for the third time um, Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, you know, you, you come to love these characters – but they're all just the worst. Yeah, just you know, like, vile human beings. But yeah. we, okay, but not to that degree, but like, aren't we all, though? That's the thing. That's like, I think is. we all have things about ourselves that we hate and we don't want, like, mm-hmm. we wouldn't tell everybody. You know, there's yeah. a certain group around us and family that might know our flaws. But we also probably have a tendency to think we're worse than we than yeah. other people mm-hmm. would. Because, I think that's know, because we, we see those. Yeah, we're, we're our yeah. own worst enemy yeah. a lot of the time. And I thought lit. the attraction was all the things I want to do that I know will land me in jail. I get to watch <laughs> somebody do. Just me? Is that just me? Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's really easy to see all these characters. Yeah. You know, Sons of Anarchy, uh, Joel from The Last of Us, mm-hmm. The Mandalorian, and Even his role in Triple Frontier. Did you ever see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's great, great, great such a good movie. And, that was yeah. And like, take away like the superpower uh, element from it. They're just regular people, and I think like writing a character that's believable in that sense is even more difficult because mm-hmm. like it needs to be real. Everything needs to be make sense, and it needs to be even more human than well, yeah. say like a group like the Avengers, where like yeah, you've got one goody two shoes, but everybody else is kind of fucked up. Yeah, so. the, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Like Tony Stark's Tony Stark because yeah. he's such a, a, jackass. a, a jackass, and like he's not a good dude when we yeah. meet him, and and still yet, and and like you said, there's the one guy, Captain America. Yeah. Like for some reason, he's just perfect in every way, and I still love him for it. Yeah, he clearly has his flaws, you know. As far yeah. as I think, I think we love that so. If we, I think, if we got the first Avenger movie, mm-hmm. like you know, his first movie three times over i don't think we'd like him as much but i think because of the winter soldier movie we see that Mm -hmm. like him doing what he thinks is right he does it to a fault sometimes Mm -hmm. and we see that in civil war as well sure yeah and like i think that's actually what I love that this is the golden Man, era of remember Marvel. Remember when Marvel told nuanced stories Dude, that really reflected like, their characters oh and how good I'm it was? sitting here being like, they did that so well of adapting yeah. the human like to screen, the page to screen on that. So like, where are those writers? Where are those guys? I don't know. Well, Ryan Coogler's still here. God bless him. You know, like I mean, he's a director, back, but please. still, I mean, he's still doing the Black Panthers. Thank okay. God. You know, like. I, but like oh yeah black panther's been the only good part of phase what phase are we in four we're now in five we're now in five yeah yeah, black panther was was by far the best phase four movie and like it's not even close move oh quality film yeah it's not my favorite but it is i think the best film yeah 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 but also like so wait the new wait the uh, Wakanda Forever. Yeah, Wakanda yes, Forever. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, some people didn't like it. I don't know. I don't know why. Well, it's I mean, it's hard because 
the it was Chadwick Cassidy. That's the thing. Like, shadow. You got to make up exactly. for this yep. person that everybody loves not being there anymore. But that's the thing. Like, they made it under very real circumstances and considering like what they had to do. Yeah, I think they just they fucking knocked it right out of the. Park. They doubled down on the loss of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. With... I, I don't think that. It, but that's the thing. Like, there's a way of doing that where it comes off cringy and just like. Well, I mean, like I, with the Queen. Yeah, you know they double down on yeah. all of the. Well, because like for someone like when somebody says that, I see it as like, oh, they took advantage of the situation. But I it, like to like I really do think that they honored him really well. Yeah, I think it could have easily come across as taking advantage yeah. if they wrote him out in a different way. But the mm-hmm. fact that they did it with they were they almost mirror imaged real life yeah in him. yeah and yeah. i was like when i was watching the film i was like oh my god they're making him die unexpectedly from an illness that he was keeping secret from everyone and didn't want to burden yeah. anyone with i'm mm-hmm. like that the i think that the conversation probably was like oh my gosh how do we do this right and it's like have t'challa be chadwick yeah, yeah. he is chadwick he is, is already yeah, t'challa is. Yeah. to everyone t'challa. but now T'Challa is Chadwick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is such yeah. like a powerful thing yeah. to have. You know, I think that made the movie all the better. Yeah. The only difference is that they didn't say it was cancer in the movie. They just said yeah. an unknown illness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, that's okay. That's yeah. okay He's with me. He's human. That's yeah. the thing. We, we It humanizes the shit out of him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and the heroes in general. Like, all, all of these people could... Yeah. Could die from something like that and yeah. you, know, you, know, you never think about mm. you know the hulk or you know whatever sickness could exist on asgard or you, yeah. if, if, right. you know I, I realize it's a comic maybe that's not possible but it's 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 humanizing for these god type characters to know that a sickness can bring them down when thanos couldn't mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like the second Iron Man movie when he like the biggest oh, villain yeah. in the movie is not even like Hammer or uh is Whiplash? Whiplash. Yeah, yeah. Whiplash. Um the v- biggest villain is the element in his yeah. mm-hmm. the, in palladium, his the palladium, the palladium poison. Yeah. And I just love that. I've always loved that where it's like it's kind of a is going to Totally, I should have had this movie on the list, but it's kind of a world of <laughs> world uh, war of the worlds approach, where it's like um, we aliens come to Earth and like we get fucked, and then like yeah, a yeah. week later they die of natural our diseases, and I'm like I like it when like these like uh, g- like in the words of Natasha Romanoff godlike roles just like just totally take over the. <laughs> You're good. Sorry. Um, I love it when like these like godlike characters are su- ha- still have to live by our rules. Yeah, yeah. So are you, are you talking about the Tom Cruise War of the Worlds? Yeah, yeah. I get those confused because there's, there's a lot of those. That movie. <gasps> what? Really? Wow. Was trash. I thought it was so intense. Oh, it was so boring. wow. See this? Okay. Uh, I think maybe we should. Uh, uh, well, like yeah, just top to bottom, Last of Us excellent yeah Um, the second to last episode got me in a way that i just was not ready for because they don't really i don't i don't mean i didn't see it in the cutscenes, but um like when she has to fight off the her captor i don't know what to call him but um yeah that was like really intense like they really throw you through a fucking 
emotional roller coaster mm-hmm. for various reasons. And I feel like they wrote it in such a real way. And again, like huge praise to, to, to both writers because they really took their time with it. And you even see like in the, I, I love, I love the little snippets at the end of the show where they talk about the making of and how, you know, the care they put into it, every episode and every scene. And like, you really could tell that like they put a lot of thought into everything. And even if it was something that they didn't know, you know, like how they say, like, write about what you know. Mm-hmm. If there was something that they weren't as experienced with. So say, like, you know, there was the um, the episodes with uh, Nick Offerman and I can't remember his co-star. Oh, yeah. But, like, you know, Episode like, you know, like having, a, like, a, a, yeah, having a yeah. straight man write about homosexual love is not something that you have experienced on. So, like, just having that, like, outsourcing their, their, um, outsourcing for for like relatability and realness and actually making it real like that's that's really all it is so this is so much like this last of us has like erased the walking dead yeah in my mind wow good some people yeah i didn't like i said it so good some people are actually going back so a lot of people dropped off the walking dead i've heard a lot of people went back after having seen The Last of Us. I don't know what that phenomenon is, but some people are Just going back to, to watching see it. more zombies. Yeah, Sorry, you can't say the Z word. No. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, I dropped off of The Walking Dead, um, yeah. but I came back. To, I, don't, I don't know what season. I have zero idea, but it was, like, really good, you know, when I restarted it. And yeah. then... I, uh, I'm i just kind of waiting for the whole series to be out and done, and then I'm just going to sort of yeah. go through it. And, I think they just dropped their last season. Yeah, yeah. They're done, right? But I, then there's I, a bunch of spinoffs happening. Yeah. Of course. Which I'm I, like, I got like halfway through season two, and I was like, I'm over this. Yeah. Are, are we same. just going to continually Dude, watch it, people make travel. bad, dumb decisions? <laughs> yeah. Travel, kill zombies, me. find a spot, squat, yeah. and then ruin get, it. Run, just yeah, ruin run things because yeah. people make bad decisions. As much as I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I do not like... Negan as an on-screen character, as a comic character, yeah. he's there's going to be great. a spinoff yeah. between him and what's her face. Yeah, I won't watch it. Yeah, so. I, there's going to be a Michonne spinoff. Too. I don't even know what happens with Negan in the show. Like yeah. I've yeah. seen small clips that yeah. I like stopped watching immediately to for spoiler reasons. But like, yeah. there's going to be a Daryl spinoff in Paris. I've seen that. <laughs> what? How does Daryl get to Paris? <laughs> Why does he want to get to Paris? Just picturing a motorcycle going across the yes. ocean. We motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you okay there, what? Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought you were about okay. to sneeze. <laughs> I want to now. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's the weirdest spinoff I've ever heard in my yeah, life. Yeah, <laughs> I don't get it, but they have their reasons. Well, speaking of weird things that we're going to yeah. defend Let's go. with our lives. All right, guys. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do our eight most underrated movies of all time. Now, our only stipulation was that they were a little nerdy and they weren't all Marvel and DC. But aside from that, it was totally fair game. It can be from any time period. It can be from any budget level. It can be for whatever reason it's underrated. Mm-hmm. But it has to be underrated, somewhat nerdy, and it has to be... Not all Marvel and DC, but I know that at least me and Liz have one DC movie. So, yeah. not, I don't think it's the same. But what? Oh, no, probably not. But, anyway, so I have mine ranked from eight to one. Of eight being least, one being most. I don't. Okay, you don't? I did. No. Yeah, I also did not rank mine. Okay. 
I, I've kind of got it in my cause, head. Because mine are kind of all over the place, Well, honestly. just how about this? Do a tentative order. Okay. Just kind of like feel it out because you'll probably be right. Yeah. I know what I want to end with. All right. Same. Let's start with our least underrated in our hearts. We are. This is the probably the most subjective thing that we're do, we do. Sure. Yeah. And uh, we're going to, yeah, we're going to defend them. So least meaning the best received critically or whatever. Or like, it could be for whatever reason you view it in your heart to be the least underrated. Okay, so it's the best of our worst. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah gotcha. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll okay. call it that. Well, some of Who mine wants are to really, start? Some of mine are really bad. I, I can start. Yeah, let's uh, start. I'm, I'm kind of ready to go, go D yeah. to right, but let's okay, go I, left I know to what, right, right. I know. Left to right, right. Yeah. Left, right. left. That's what I meant. All right. Um... Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Um, Whoa. Wow. So, okay. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> it, it was big budget. Um, oh it, did you guys see that? We're coming what, in what, hot, what, dude. It was like 2014 or something? Yeah. Did I just it was guess 2017. that? 2017. Uh, yeah, 2017. It it bombed so bad, um, oh my God, and and I so thought it bad. was great. This this oh is the best. This is the best one on your list. The best. Oh, well, this, this is a... just my bottom. Oh, you're because I don't, I don't okay, think okay. it's as sure. Sure. No, I'm going to end with what I think gotcha. is the most underrated movie of all time that I love with all what my a, heart and soul. What a great name, by the way, the uh, City of a Thousand Planets. Yeah, what? and I mean, I it. it's just it's based off such a cool, um, cool graphic novel. Um, the cast was great. Um, I thought the acting was good. Um, you know, there was. I mean, the cast is is. Stinking dude, bonkers. I was just looking at the cast. It's stacked, dude. <laughs> it's so stacked. Dane DeHaan, Cara Delevingne, Cara Ethan Hawke, and Clive Owen. Clive Owen, Rihanna. What? Um, what? She's uh, Bubble, the alien. Okay. Um, right. Ethan Hawke's in there. Uh, Herbie Herbie Hancock's in there. What? Um, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Herbie Hancock? crazy. What is he doing? Playing piano? Uh, <laughs> he, he is the... Um, Oh, what was uh, I didn't even know he acted that's amazing that just changed my life yeah uh, the defense minister I, I've never seen wow. this wow yeah, I've, def- I've definitely never Holy seen this movie but yeah it's, it's great it's huge budget and so there's some like you know Michael Bay-esque kitschiness yeah, that, where you're just like no but just like the okay. with the broad scope you get some of those big budget tropes that you're like all right, come on. But I mean, it, they show you it's it's just super world building. Like this yeah. city is like the Mos Eisley, but like times okay. a oh, billion. Oh, this was an adaptation. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, and I thought it was great. And it I think it it didn't break even by around 20 million. It was like a 226 million dollar budget only pulled in like 200 or 205 million worldwide wow so they never did anything else with it but i was bummed because i liked it a lot i thought it was great it was so much fun to watch in theaters um the cgi is great i was looking i saw some still shots and still shots can be a little misleading because half of cgi is making the motion good Mm -hmm. but a lot of the still shots look fantastic Hmm. Uh, yeah, I was looking at that. I was like, okay. That's a deep cut. I'm, it is, is kind of interesting how good movies, or ba- sorry, bad movies can have great stunts or CG. Yeah. You know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? Totally. Like, I love that that can, sometimes it has nothing to do with each other. You know? It's great. 
Anyway, good. Solid yeah. fine. And I mean, yeah. still, good still start. pulling in. Yeah, I, I thought that was kind of like an obvious one because mm-hmm. like people were like hyped about it. I don't even. I barely even remember novel. that. Oh, I, I remember, know. Yeah, I remember the promotion for it. Yeah. I, I was just like, kind of, yeah. what, what is and, what is this? And for some reason, it just didn't grab people, and maybe it was a little too nerdy for that time, or I, yeah. I don't know what. Well, what's the newer film that came out where the cities all they all move around? Oh um, yeah, it, that, that's if you're out there, you know what I'm talking about. It, it's based it's, on a young adult novel yeah, series. Just I kinda, like wasn't made. I got the same vibe, I think, from the promotion of of Valerian back in the day, and like it's one of those. I I, I don't know. It it's, almost grabbed you enough, but just yeah, yeah, just yeah, short. Yeah. yeah. All right, lizard. Yeah. Love what you one. got? Uh, my number eight is Venom. Venom. Yes! Venom. Okay. Yes. Okay. So yeah. Venom. Wow. Yeah. So happy. I, I I loved Venom. The comedy oh, just God. knocked like the comedy was knocked like knocked right out of the park for us so uh, for me. Um, I like I how thought, you I like how you just misspoke and said for us. For well for us honestly, yeah. but like it was just so Venom to say. Oh that. yeah. That's what I'm yeah. Like, for us. For oh us. yeah. Me and I the thought, voice in my yeah. head. <laughs> we love this movie. <laughs> yeah. I. And that's the thing. Like I'm, I have trouble with like, re like uh, like understanding some of the the ratings and stuff like that because it says eighty eighty six percent love the movie. Metacritic gave it thirty five percent, which is like I think it's a mix of wow. critics and yeah. Um, yeah, audience. Yeah. And then Rotten Tomatoes gave it a thirty percent. And I and I like I watched it a couple times, so like I I remember it well enough to 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 like I guess like to have like analyzed it from that point because you know you watch it once and then like the second second watch you kind of pay more attention to the details i thought that everything was fine like Mm -hmm. it was just like this is set in new york right new york uh san francisco san francisco san francisco yeah yeah. okay um i never remember you got ran out of new york okay yeah. So like, but that's the thing. Like, you've got like this New York guy, like the kind of like the in the way he talks and stuff like that. That's just yeah, like, yeah. and that's the kind of writing they did. So I don't know if people had issues with the writing. Um, I thought the effects looked great. I thought, yeah, I thought that like, was one of the, the best versions of Venom. One of the only, but one of the best versions of Venom we yeah. had. And just the, I loved it. How malleable he is. I thought that you like you know how you said like the the. Can I feel it? Can I? Can I? Can yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. That that, that yeah, whole aspect, yeah. I felt it. Like yeah. I, I thought it was really well um, interpreted. Yeah. From the VFX artists, so yeah, that's my number eight because I feel like generally a lot of people did like it. A lot of people are also shitting on it, um, but that's my number eight. I yeah, I think the only thing it really had so going against it, um, and I've talked about this with uh, my friend John Sepulveda. Shout out. Hi. Um, John. Be, because they can't talk about Spider-Man, obviously, right. you know, so the, there was the whole thing like Venom had like sort of tentacles, like oozy tentacles instead yeah. of webbing and yeah. the spider on his chest obviously couldn't exist yep. for, for legal reasons. But uh, other, I, other than that, I totally agree. I thought it was yeah. great. Like, yeah, and I, I love the inner dialogue. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Our, our buddy part. Matt. Guastamacchio hated the what a name talking and also yeah. shout out shout out to Matt because um my maybe. favorite fellow Italian oh my, my paisan what, what a what a wonderful human yeah. being <laughs> but like me being the big hater in the in in this group um he is more so yeah so like nice but I love having these discussions with yeah. him too yeah yeah but he what so you, you got Brandon like 
Uh, no, he didn't oh. like Venom. I liked it, though. <laughs> I'm with I just you. did the Midwest. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh. The scooch right by you there. Hey there, Midwesterner. All right. So my, my film was released in 2001 and won a Saturn Award for Best Visual Effects and a Satellite Award for Best Sound Editing, starring Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Tia Leone. I have Jurassic Park 3. Oh, oh wow. Oh. I fucking love Jeez. this movie so much. Alan. Alan. I, yeah, I hate that part. <laughs> but everything else about this is so good. Like... Oh my god, the Spinosaurus VFX are top yeah. tier, top notch shit. There's there's so much good in this film, and it absolutely hurts me that everyone gets stuck on the Velociraptor dream scene. Alan. Because, like, there's so much good in this film. Ah, it kills me. And there's so many new dinosaurs. They're all so well done. I love the Spinosaurus and T-Rex fight. I get the people didn't like the T-Rex mm-hmm. losing because it felt like a someone shitting on the franchise. But at the same time, but it's also oh it, but it's also not the it's not the T-Rex. No, it's a different yeah, T-Rex. Different we're T-Rex. On Isla Sorna, not yeah. Isla Nublar. It's right. not Rexy. Um, yeah. So I just man, I will defend this movie. Tooth and nail, it's better than no pun all. intended. Yeah, <laughs> tooth and claw. Nice. Ah, I got him. I uh, I love the idea that I love the idea that they communicated with lost raptors. I love the whole story of the kid surviving on the island for as long as he did. Mm-hmm. Um, I just there's so much good in this movie, and it, it kills me when people shit on. I it. agree with you. And to piggyback a little bit on this, the second one where it's um. Lost um, World, yeah, yeah, with um, with oh, Vince man. Vaughn. Why am I, yeah, with, I was just gonna say yep. Vince Vaughn's in there, which yep. is great. Um, and Jeff Goldblum kind of leads the thing. Like, I, I love Aww. those sequels, dude. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed it. That treasure. like Jurassic or that that um Tyrannosaurus dual Tyrannosaurus. Oh yeah, fight with where they're like hanging with the uh, <clears throat> is it tra- no? They're trucks. Yes, yeah, the trucks. Yes. I. Listen, man, I love those. I love the idea that we saw a baby T-Rex. I love the mm-hmm. idea that they're, like, paternal and maternal creatures, yeah. you know? Yeah. I don't know, man. I just, I I think that all three of those movies are better than all three of the most recent ones. Okay. Even the worst wow. one is better than the most recent three. I, okay. I, I did not expect to hear Jurassic Park 3 today. <laughs> yeah. I love I, it. I, got some, I think I got some that are going to okay. kind of throw you for loop, but go ahead, Dean. <laughs> all right. Mine is 1996's Mars Attacks. Yes! Oh, that's mine too! Yes! Yes! Yeah. That was actually my number, my, my number one. Nice. It's, it's my favorite. Hell yeah. Oh my oh, god. I love that. I, I fucking love it. The The most surprising thing researching this was this This was directed by Tim Burton. Yep. Oh my god. Which, yeah. I'm yep. a big Big Tim Burton. Shirt. Yeah, I, had, I love it. I had no I'm like idea. Striped shirt right now. I yeah, you're beautiful. Yeah. as fuck. <laughs> I, I literally have written here, director Tim Burton in parentheses. Qua. <laughs> yeah, and we've got Jack Nicholson, Pierce Brosnan, yep. Sarah Jessica Parker, Annette Bening yep. from Captain Marvel. Yep. Uh, Glenn, Glenn Close. Close. Let's go. Glenn Close this is the first lady. Yep. Danny DeVito, <laughs> Martin Short, Michael J. Fox, Holy Tom shit. Jones, yeah. Natalie Portman, and Jack Black. Yep. Are all in this film. <laughs> it's such a good movie. 
Danny DeVito yeah. was the real star of this film. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was, Let's yeah. just say. Oh, 100%. I, I still blows me away that Michael J. Fox is in that. You say that? You oh, yeah. He was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, that one, like, I regularly forget about that. I don't know how I do, but I do. Yeah, the the two that really stick out as, as like, I think, just what? Yeah. Like, when you watch it? Yeah. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson, he plays yeah. two characters in the film. Yeah. He's the president and, like, a Vegas sort of mogul, like a mm. business mogul, I guess. Uh-huh. Um and uh, Tom Jones of all people, yeah, amazing. Yeah, he's in it. Like, I, well, I, I won't sing it just in case there's like legal purposes, but mm-hmm. he sings "It's Not Unusual." Yeah, and then the At little the, a- the aliens. Every time I hear that song, I think of this. Film. Absolutely, John Mulaney. Have you seen the John Mulaney no. bit of the Salt and Pepper Diner? Oh yes. Oh my no. god. <laughs> oh my god. There's a whole bit about uh, what's new, Pussycat. And then it's not mm-hmm. unusual. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Okay, oh my I, need to, God. I need to see that. When you said Tom Jones, I was yeah. like, oh, "This is the best." Okay, the wow. only the only one that hurts in the film is like Pierce Brosnan's character. It just seems like yeah. such a fall from grace. You ready from Double O Seven? I he is a great actor that has never gotten a role deserving of him. To me, yeah. really? Yeah, I don't like his Double O Sevens that much. Have you seen The Foreigner? With uh, yeah. Jackie Chan, I that, thought it was the one. I thought that's he was really good one. in that. That's the yeah. one that I think Solid he movie. got. A, he got a role deserving of him. Dante's me. Peak, bro. Oh, dude. Oh, and Dante's, wow, well, I forgot about. Yeah. Oh, oh I forgot gosh. about Dante's Peak. Well, dude, where the also, grandma just dude, burns I, her legs to save the children. She, she's the OG. No pun intended, but that scene is seared in my brain. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I cried. I cried yeah. when the grandma yeah. jumped in. Dude, real talk though. Like, I I will say this actually. Him as Doctor Fate is. Something I wish I had a whole movie of, dude. Oh, from, agreed. He was great from Black Adam. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I just watched Black Adam. Yeah, hot, hot steaming. But him as yeah. Doctor Fate, made, it was like one of those redeeming yeah. qualities. And the guy that played Hawkman was good. Oh yeah, Aldis Alden Ald Ald. Aldous Hedge, Aldous, th- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I the, think that's his. Oh, the fact that Hawkman wasn't ridiculous is just a win. Yeah, like if he didn't have to be good, but he's supposed to be an alien. Yeah, he's supposed to be all this skin. Yeah, true. All this Hodge. But, that was my bad. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's Mars a attacks. great actor though. Mars Attacks, good one, guys. dude. dude. I'm so happy. Great this is a banger of a round. So like every time I bring that, that film up, like that was I watched it as a child. My parents oh, yeah. had no idea. Yep. But anyway. Every time I bring that film up, so many people are unfamiliar with it. I'm they didn't still know about been, it. I'm still pretty unfamiliar with it. I haven't seen it in its entirety. Please watch it. I will. I'm already going to be watching it's, it's several camp, of these. And that's kind of like the theme of my yeah. list is camp because it's, I love it. Oh, yeah. It's I, like I, 60s I Batman. It's just very yeah. aware that yeah. it's bad. But with more vivid you know? colors. But, so, you know, and, and it's Tim Burton. So yeah, There's going to be a lot of Tim Burton on this list. I would imagine so. All right, Ralph, what you got? All right. I'm just uh, looking up. Um, from 2001, this movie starred our girl Ming Nguyen. Nice. Fennec Shand. Yes. Okay. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Ooh. Yeah. Alongside Alec Baldwin. I think I know this Steve film. Buscemi. I know what? this film. Ving oh. Rhames. James Wood. Yep. Keith David. Okay. And Donald Sutherland. Tell it like it is, Ralph. Final Fantasy, The Spirits yes! Within. Yes! Oh, hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, dude. That movie was awesome. That movie, yeah. The CGI was awesome. <laughs> yeah. The story was awesome. Dude. It never got a game. It was like a totally original story. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Uh, and like that cast voice acting is crazy. And I, I can picture James Wood's voice coming out of the villain right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
And like the, especially oh for God, 2001, God. like that CG was bonkers good. Yeah. I know there was like oh, motion inc- capture incredible. and stuff. I completely yeah. agree with you and on that. Yeah. It was just like, it was scary. It had kind of like a aliens type yeah. vibe. You know, it's very much like one of the, like a sci-fi horror kind of thing. Um, which I didn't expect going into a Final Fantasy movie. I was yeah. like, we're going to get swords and spiky hair and magic. Yep. And they're like, you get none of those things and you're going to like it. And I was <laughs> like, yes. I have yes, a couple films from that era on here that are on that list as underrated, mainly because just solid CG and solid like action acting. Exactly. Like that kind mm-hmm. of stuff where I'm just like, people need to know more about that part and of this. And it's got a 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh yep. yeah, that's like, right. if for- you don't like cartoons, don't watch cartoons and rank them, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Because right. like, unless you're just biased going into this, like yeah. I don't like cartoons, I don't know how you give it that low a score. But people can't like, you know, you can't tell people not to. Oh, that's so weird to not rate it, but yeah. so irritating. Yeah, and it was a one hundred thirty-seven million dollar budget and it only made eighty-five million. Oh, this million was a in massive undertaking when it happened. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Holy shit! I didn't realize that was that big of budget. Yeah. Okay. Wow. But that's that like cast, man. Yeah. yeah that's that's bigger than Jurassic Park three. Jurassic Park three had a ninety-three million dollar budget, which yeah. actually is crazy, kind of mind blowing, given what they were able to pull off. But right. anyway, sorry. Liz, great, great. Um, my number seven is the 1993 Super Mario Brothers. Wow. <laughs> oh my god! This is amazing. John Leguizamo, Bob Hoskins. Um, I'm not familiar with this. Oh, actually, no. Yes, um, Dennis Hopper as Bowser. Yeah. Oh my um, god! What are we doing right now? Piss, oh my god! Piss poor ratings all across the board. Oh yeah. Even like viewership, I'm right now. It says fifty nine percent like this movie, um, but those are only people who care to go online and say whether or not they like yeah. it. this. Is- <laughs> I love camp. I love campy it's shit. So good because it, it didn't try to be like no, the games at all. It just Nothing. tried to be what it is. They were like, okay, let's like have a fever dream on shrooms and see what happens. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And I. I'm all about it. The guy, the people, the, the people they cast not even having like an inkling as to like how they're supposed to speak is amazing to me. Yeah. Um, again, it's not really because of it's, I don't think it's quality. Film, <laughs> but oh it's yeah. So no, it's not a good movie. It's right. so entertaining to me. It. it was so entertaining to me. And that's the thing. Like at the time I was like, five maybe when i watched it for the first time there was nothing like it there was that like, oh, I yeah. still nothing yeah, like no. it. <laughs> i mean yes in in its proper sense but like you know i grew up playing on my cousin's nintendo 64 and just to be able to be like that guy's on it on a movie yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. that's like, true that's how i felt that about was, the first spider that was game. great and i feel like um yeah. Like the the task that they tried to accomplish was obviously a huge fail, but like the intent was amazing to me because again <laughs> nobody else was trying to do something like that. At the yeah, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's a hundred percent. I totally, I get that. And this yeah. is nineteen ninety-three. Man. Man, that's good. Yep. Good job, Liz. Thank what you. What you got, Brandon? All right. So my my seven is not only Sam Raimi's first 
Major oh. budget film. Ooh. Major budget. It's really hard to call this major budget. But in 1990, this would be considered major budget. Mm-hmm. It is also Liam Neeson's first feature-length oh. film. Oh, wow. Their first film was Together. Oh. It won the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Film Saturn Award. Best, uh, and It was a nominee for that. It was a nominee for Best Actor. It was a nominee for Best Supporting Actress. All for the Saturn Award? Yeah, yes. Okay. Nominee for Best Director, Sam Raimi. Nominee for Tony Gardner for Best Makeup. It um, it had a budget of $16 million and a box office of $48.8 million. Oh, wow. oh, Okay. And it does have an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes, but the reason I put it on here is because no one knows this film. Okay. Here's the synopsis. When thugs employed by a crime boss lead a vicious assault on Dr. Peyton Wilder, Liam Neeson. I think I know what this is. Leaving him literally and psychologically scarred, an emergency procedure allows him to survive. Upon his recovery, Wilder mm-hmm. can find solace by, only by returning to his scientific work developing synthetic skin and seeking revenge against the tr- crime boss. He assumes a phantom Avenger persona called Darkman, who, with malleable facial qualities, oh. is able to infiltrate and sow terror in the criminal community. This is the movie Darkman. I forgot all about that. This movie movie is fucking unreal to watch. I can picture the VHS tape on a shelf in my head. So this came out (laughs) right after the first Batman. So this is a point in time when like you didn't have like a whole lot of superhero stuff, and so them Sam Raimi breaking on the scene, coming out with this film that is, by the way, really gory. Like, yeah. it has some yeah, pretty rough-looking, like, prosthetics. Like the boys, Corey? No, no. No, not like that. But, like, for 1990, where you're only using prosthetics, it has that Sam Raimi 1990s horror okay. prosthetic yeah. vibe. And he is a dark-by-night Avenger yeah. of, like, anti-hero type thing. And it is... Oh, my God. It's such a good movie. I definitely saw this when I was, like, six. It's so good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's yeah. like... This is the first time I think we saw the flip of the coin where we have this major box office Batman with Michael Keaton, right? And then the next year, which is kind of campy, right? You know, it, yeah. as it goes, because there was not really a precedent for having a super dark Batman at the time. That was the dark Batman. And then you have the flip side of the coin. You have the mirror image in Darkman, which is this film, where his also, the way they explained his superpowers was that the synthetic skin solution that he gets viciously like burned with has numbed all of his pain, but similar to like the Deadpool villain, but he's stuck in a constant state of fight or flight. So his adrenaline is pumping all the time, which explains his, his superpower, his like strength. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. So like the videos you see of someone lifting a car to save their loved ones, Mm. that's his strength all All the the time. And so the way they explain the superpowers is like nothing else I've ever seen in any film. It's just really grounded in reality, has a super realistic fight scene at the very end. Like it's kind of got the whole superhero like big fight at the end type thing. And I just, I love it. I love this film. It was, I, I discovered it for this list and I can't go back now. That's awesome. Yeah. Solid fun. Yeah. Amazing. Mine is the 1998 film Armageddon. Yes, yes dude. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. My, num- my number seven is Armageddon, directed like this, by Michael Bay. I feel like this I always gets overshadowed that. by Aerosmith, and no one ever thinks of it as like just a good movie. It's such a good movie. Yeah. It's it's utterly. I I, I rewatched it like a week ago, and it is utterly ridiculous. Yeah. Um, my friend Ivy had never seen it. And I was like, "Excuse me." Yeah, she didn't know what it was about. So I, I, just just the first twenty minutes of the film, I'm like, "This is," (laughs) I I get it, (laughs) I get it. Yeah, but it's like it's just it's so good with a a baby face Ben Affleck, baby face Ben Affleck, super baby face. It's one of Owen Wilson's very first roles. Oh my goodness! I didn't know that. Owen Wilson's the guy who rides the horse early on in the film when the cops are trying to recruit them or whatever. A great precursor to the night of the museum. Yeah, yeah, solid. (laughs) Um, It's it's one of the most stacked cast. Obviously, it's Bruce Willis. Billy Bob Thornton plays Mm. the guy at NASA. Oh my gosh! Young Ben Affleck, young Liv Tyler, Steve Buscemi, great in the film. Yeah, Uh, William. Fitner, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, He's like a great character actor. Uh, He's in a lot of stuff. Uh, Will Patton, who is in The Mothman and uh, The Mothman Prophecies. Yeah, that's... Oh, wow. That's a... That should be back. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, Michael Clark Duncan, you know, rest in peace. Um, The the Russian guy that's in it that plays a Russian in every fucking movie that ever existed. Uh, Keith David... Uh, he was the general in the film. He's in Riddick. Oh, uh, yeah, A lot yeah. of voice I work. I almost rewatched that the other night. Yeah. So but, yeah, go ahead. And then, of course, the great Jason Isaacs is like a random NASA yep. uh, scientist in yep. the film. That's and now of, you know, Harry Potter fame, The Patriot. Yeah. Um, it's 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 just one of the most bombastic movies. Uh, the CGI is a bit dated. Again, I rewatched it yeah, less than a week ago. Um, but just the whole premise of the of the film is is mind-blowing to me that that this cast was on it and you go wow that this movie movie fucks movie about saving humanity by landing on an asteroid and drilling it in half yeah like you can teach us to be astronauts uh, we can teach them to drill yeah (laughs) it plot twist it has aerosmith's only number one hit ever on it really what oh yeah google that shit huh Make sure I'm right, but I'm like 90% sure I'm right that the only other one might be Dream On upon its reissue. Sure, sure. In 72. Okay. Dean and like Mikey that. cover that song sometimes nice. like when, when they have opportunity to. It's one of their like... Oh, Don't Wanna Miss a Thing is in. my go-to karaoke song when I'm drunk. I love that. Yeah, that's... I love that. It's so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. That line is so good in the song. We only have one. You are correct. Wow. I don't oh want to miss a I wow. know. And they are the... Sorry, I also think they're the greatest American rock band, but that's just... That's like my I bias. agree. I mean, like, when you think about American rock bands, classic yeah. rock bands, there's not actually that many. And when there are some, it might come down to, like, them and, like, Toto. You know? Toto is one of the best bands of all time. Yeah. Okay. Toto and then... Toto had better musicians, but Aerosmith, yeah. come on. Oh, well, holy crap. Toto and Kiss. Well, Kiss. Toto played, they're the musicians on Michael Jackson's oh, Thriller album. Yeah. Yep. And they wrote Human Nature. I know. And Michael's mm-hmm. like, can I have that song? I really like it. And they're like, yeah, you can do this <laughs> song. Yeah, you can do whatever beautiful. you want, Mikey. <laughs> what All you right. got, Ralph? This next movie from 2009 stars Christopher Plummer, Martin Landau, John C. Riley, 
Jennifer Connelly, Crispin Glover, Alan Oppenheimer, and Elijah Wood. This was the animated movie Nine, where these little rag oh, dolls oh my gosh. get, the, yeah. get oh, yes. their wow, personality wow. put amazing. into them by the scientists yes. and survive in this world where uh, uh, machines have taken over. Yeah. Gotcha. And it is such a freaking good, like, post-apocalyptic. Like, it's all very... You know, it, it follows like those almost yeah. like the fallout uh, kind of like 1940s when the world film. ends. Yeah. But, but that advanced technology, um, which is always cool. It's um, the Matrix. What year was that again? Yeah, right. pretty much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 2009. That's amazing. Um, and I, wow. yeah, I love that movie. It was so good. Wow. Also, the CG in it, CG, visual effects were so good. And I just, mm-hmm. I regularly like think about like how much. Every year, visual effects improved from 2001, I think, was Shrek, oh, yeah. up to, like, that. Oh, it's, yeah. like, amazing how the difference in, like, eight years. It's crazy. Oh, and, oh, what's that song in it? Um, oh, what's it? But, like, the heavy. Yeah. Yeah. That was maybe edit that out. That probably sounded terrible. Um, <laughs> so oh, you're, the, gonna... you're the only one who doesn't have anything on the line by being musical on this podcast, no, Ralph. True. So you'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Like uh, when I did that Aerosmith run earlier, I was like, oh, crap. Oh, <laughs> no. no, oh, no. <laughs> uh, Welcome Home by Coheed and Cambria. That's oh, right. Yes! I forgot there were that. And, it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. it made the trailer. It was just weighty and just, you were just like, oh, man. That's great. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I I love that movie. I watch it every couple of years. It's just like one of those movies I saw at, at a time where I was just like, I'm gonna watch this movie forever until I'm dead. Huh? Yeah, I love it. I I, do I you, we'll we'll compile all this on a list and yeah. it'll be on the Instagram. Uh, I'm gonna need this list so I can watch all this too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, really, I'm writing it down for the Instagram, but oh, mostly because goodness, I want to watch yeah. these. I wrote down all the ones on Star Wars one, and I totally forgot, and there's no way I can go back now on this. <laughs> I'd have to remember eight films already, yeah. so. Um, my number six is Dead Silence. Oh. You guys don't know what I'm film? talking about. Yes. With the, the puppets, I right? do know this yes. one. I know what you're yeah. talking about. So yeah. it's um, those... Uh, I didn't Ventura. think you have a horror film on this. Yes. I like... I like oh. I like camp and this this is not camp they really definitely meant to make it as an actual horror film um it received not the best honest honestly it didn't get really very, very good reviews um but the reason i like it so much is because as a child there was a goosebumps episode a few actually absolutely i know right, here we go those yep. Vent- yep. ventriloquist yep. Uh, ventriloquist puppets and I'm sure it's a generational thing, but those things freak me the fuck out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, Toy Story they, 4 freaks me out because of those. What? Are you Straight oh, up. Yeah. yeah you like, know those, those things yeah. freak me out. I don't know yeah. why. But. Like toys in general or like marionettes? No, the, the ventriloquist dummies in gotcha. Toy Story 4. So, yeah. um, I mean, everybody, like you say the word slappy and you're like, oh, fu-. slappy was the dummy's yeah. name. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay gotcha. Um, that was like, that was like the forbidden word at my house. Um, dead Goosebumps. silence. That's so good. Yeah. Again, I camp. Yeah. I camp. Um, That's so dead good. silence. Ju- they did. They. They're. As far as I know, they're the only ones that did something like this, where they took that and they actually make a made a real horror film out of it. Yeah. They don't really have like their cast is nothing. Not they're like very you know indie 
actors. Um, I don't know what kind of budget the box office t- like. Mm-hmm. I saw it in in theaters. It was James Wan, right? Uh, yeah, James Wan yeah, directed, you're right, directed yeah. it. Yeah, because sort of the hype I recall about it was yeah. like the makers of Saw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was well, like, yeah, oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I do. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. And the movie poster is iconic. P.S. Oh yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I, I the, the, the movie poster. I have it right here, and it's, uh, it's just like the creeping you out. The, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> We've got matching meals too. Um, <laughs> came out in 2007, and it's. I still think about it almost every day. <laughs> <laughs> almost because, every day. Because because it it freaked me the fuck out to that extent. The the I like it because the effect it had was so lasting. And I think again, it's a generational thing because we had those goosebumps mm-hmm. episodes that you know showed us something that we're like, you're gonna be afraid of this now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, the and fever now we swamp are. Swamp one really got me. Yeah. The werewolf one. Okay. I love that one, but See, I like was those scared of it. Creatures like that don't freak me out. It's <sighs> the fact that because like pe- people that ones. aren't to vel- ventriloquism. <sighs> oh. You're weird. You're just yeah. it's, why? It's, it's an why, odd talent. Why do you yeah. do that? Like I. How do you figure out you can do that? Right. The first person. How did the first ventriloquist figure out they could do that? Horseshit. What were they doing? I don't believe it. Yeah, it's the lasting effect of it that makes me think that it's like... Yeah, toy like again, not toys, but like yeah. like like Child's Play, it, Chucky, and all that. That, that was the only yeah. only one that scared right. me when I was a yeah. kid. Yeah. Yeah. from Batman and Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, that's a weird oh, villain. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! Wow, good throwback on that one. Wow. I forgot about that villain. All right. Well, um, so my my number six belongs to a very short list, very short list of films nominated for an Oscar that were. F- Box office flops. Hmm. Okay. I tried to find a list of them, but I mean, it's a long list, but like in the grand scheme of how long the Oscars have been going on, it's, you know, it's a short list. Um, this film had a budget of $140 million <clears throat> and only made $110 million. The cast starred old Joseph Gordon-Levitt, mm-hmm. Martin Aww. Short, and Emma Thompson. Is a 69th nice on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and <laughs> coming in at number six, we got Treasure Planet. Oh. Yes! yes! That was my next Holy one. Shit. That was my next one. <laughs> nice. Yes. Dude, listen, out of all of the animated films out there, this is easily in my top three because this film. It's was, so good. Had no reason to be so good, and inspires so much wonderlust and adventure in someone. And the soundtrack. Oh my god, Johnny it's Resnick. So good. Mm-hmm. And it created a Google world. Dolls. This Aww. world that it created was so elaborately well done that, like, I just I can't I can't believe that this film flopped at the box office. Now I know it had like, uh, based off what I read, I know it had some like filming difficulties, which increased the budget a lot, but. And there Holy was some shit. stuff where they released it uh, with – there was a bunch of other banger movies out at the time. But, like, the studio was trying to just take a loss and shut down their animation division. So gotcha. they, like, That's right. self-sabotaged it basically on Ew. purpose. And it's one of my favorite movies. Uh, Mikey Anger. This is one of his favorite movies Oh, my gosh. As I well. love yeah. doing this. And we find out films that we each also – are like, mm-hmm. yes, I'm so glad someone else said this, because yeah. I didn't think I'd have anything on your list, Ralph. 
that, I'm, I know. I'm glad I, I of love all that the films. It was my like one. Well, uh, I can't say one. I have a, a kind of another animated, not really, okay. but sort of. I have a lot of cartoons. I have watch. one other. Animated <laughs> I watch a one. lot of cartoons. For <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my number six. I've I love absolutely that. adore Treasure Planet. That was going to be my number two. Yeah. Yeah, I think I Larry Kraft and I were talking about Treasure Planet the other day, and I, I, I know I saw it when I was a kid, but I just you know it's definitely worth a rewatch. I was a kid. Song is thirty-five so years ago. Good, good. Oh man. Okay, you're up, Dean. All right, my number six from the movie 1990. What do you guys think? Danny Glover, Gary Busey, and Bill Paxton were doing fucking. I don't know. Hopefully, Predator being done with Lethal Weapon. Two. Predator Two. Yes. Nice. Ralph nailed it. Ralph nailed it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thirty-one percent Rotten Tomato score of Danny Glover, uh, the guy oh, who uh, yeah. the oh, guy man. who worked on Lost in Space directed this, as well as Nightmare on Elm Street Five, whatever that means. And uh, this also features Adam Baldwin. As one wow. of uh, Gary Busey's yeah, sort of underlings. Wow. Uh, Adam Baldwin went on to be a major villain in season five of Angel, the spin off right. from Buffy. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this is unequivocally one of my favorite films when I was a kid. Uh, they sort of go more heavy into the lore of Predator's sort of weaponry mm-hmm. in this film as Love opposed it. to the, the first one. You know, like in the first one, he had the claw, the, the the nuclear bomb, you know, when he died, obviously the face mask and all that. And so in this one, we get to see like he's got this cool spear. Uh, he's got this flying disc that's just incredible. Oh, yeah. Um, Gary Busey oh, yeah. finds out about that. that. Yeah. Um, I started watching those over like late summer early fall for the first that's, time yeah that's my right. mind was blown all I the was, predators yeah dude my favorite one might be the one with adrian brody the it's one where great. they transported yeah. to the planet oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah predators yeah. i think that's my favorite maybe with prey yeah 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 anyway uh yeah it's 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 so random to me that Danny Glover is the star in this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, 1990, Danny Glover sure. is an action hero. Yeah, yeah. sure. Like I said, the Big Lethal shot. Weapons really like yeah. helped propel him into that, right? That I mean, was he done with that franchise at this point, or was this like in between those? I, I don't my time frame so, for those what, is there's rough. Five Lethal Weapons. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So I think he was probably right in the midst of it, and cool. like you know, he's playing like a cop character yep. so it like fit what he was known for in the yeah he probably got typecasted years. into this yeah right. yeah yeah for sure. that makes sense and well i mean so and by that i mean obviously danny glover was a big star uh i just thought like someone could who could be imposing to the predator mm-hmm. i guess like you I'd, wouldn't think danny you glover. wouldn't think danny glover yeah, okay. although it's I mean, a cool kind of jack back then though yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, in a in a dad cop, yeah, dad cop bod kind of way. Like he'll catch the villain running him down on foot, but he's gonna be drenched in sweat afterwards, kind of guy. Yeah, 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 I got you. And I think not they like do... a Will Smith Men in Black type thing where he chases him all the way across town. Oh yeah, <laughs> solid chasing on that. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I I think they do a good job at the end. Like the predator's got like an arm cut off, and he's clearly not at a hundred percent. So yeah. maybe he's sort of. At yeah. an advantage to kill the predator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the power levels it, are yeah, yeah okay. sort of evened out. Like that. It's it's also my favorite visual look of the predator. Like oh, when, you know okay. that scene when he takes the mask off and he's like, "You're one ugly motherfucker." Yeah, yeah. 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 Cla- classic scene in Predator. Uh, one ugly. Mo- 
Yeah, and I then, can hear it in my head. <laughs> then the fun um, sort of trivia is that Bill Paxson's one of the the only actor to be killed by Predator, an alien, and Terminator. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, God. You got the trifecta. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Dude, that's so yeah. cool. That was a really good one. I didn't expect to see... Actually, I did expect to see... I expected one of the aliens to be on our lists, but I didn't think I'd see a Predator movie. Uh, And also Lance Henriksen, if you guys have seen the Alien films, he's the guy who plays the android. Yeah. Um, He has also been killed by all three of those. However, Alien vs. Predator is not canon to to the Alien Predator universe, technically, so... Canon-wise, Bill Paxson's the only one mm. to be killed by the trifecta. Okay. Mm. All right. So we're going to do uh, – let's do number five now, and then we'll take a short break. You can get Ralph some coffee. I see him yawning a little bit over there. Sure. I'm always tired of yeah. caffeine. And then we'll come back right after that. But let's do five. We'll get halfway through our list. All right. Um, so five for you is also – No, he said, he said Treasure Planet was higher up. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. Wait, I, sorry, I sorry. number two. And – and because like the ranking, yeah, uh, sure, it's I, hard. I don't care as much about. Uh, I'm gonna throw in some that that I had as honorable mentions, just cool. for, yeah, 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 for the fun. But I love that you had that because yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. Um, this is one that I was gonna kind of bump down because it seems like an obvious one because this whole franchise by its fans is viewed as mistreated and underrated, and that is oh, where did it just go? Suspense. I think I know what it is. Killing. The 2005 movie, based on the incredible only one season show, Serenity. Oh, Our boy I've never Nathan Fillion. Oh, space when I said Firefly, and you were just like, you were like, yeah, you I said like, something about Firefly. Like, has it on his list. I knew it. I mean, Nathan <laughs> Fillion, Gina Torres, um, wow. Uh, uh, I'm probably gonna butcher his name, but we all know uh, Chuetle, uh Oh, o- o- oh, I can't see e- that. Eofer. Yeah, I know who you're um, talking. Yeah, Alan Tudyk, who is just oh, yeah. phenomenal in the show. Yeah, uh, and the movie is basically just a really long finale, like to a send show kind of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which, like me and my dad, thank God my dad's a nerd. We were like, we're totally watching this movie, right? And it like the only theater that was showing it was like forty five minutes away. We were the only people in the theater, and my dad like drove my nerd butt out there to watch this movie with me because we both liked the show. Nice. Um, that made me so happy that you put this on there, though. But yeah, that that whole the whole Firefly IP, the vibe. It was just like it was like the essence of Star Wars without being a Star Wars ripoff. It felt like, what if we just had a Star Wars show about a smuggler and we didn't get into any, like, yeah. you know. I mean, there's obviously a lot well, of Star uh, Wars. I've never seen it. Joss Whedon's first thing, right? Yeah. Wow. Because yeah. I was, funny you say that. I was about to say it seems like it's, the, I'm not going to say Warner Brothers because back in the day we called it yeah. the WB. <laughs> the WB. I was like, I feel like it's the WB's take on something like Star yeah. Wars. It, it's, or, got a, it's got a CW uh, kind of vibe yeah. to it C- in, yeah. in, in terms C-W. of the budget and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's just, the story's great. Um. Yeah, I, 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 it's just awesome. Yeah. I love that whole universe. I yeah. wish we got a lot more of it, and you know, but alas, yeah. 
I think I think this is one of those cult favorites. I don't know how many of us we're gonna have like cult favorites on here. I know I have one cult favorite I on think mine. I have a couple, but oh, I know you. I know one of yours is a cult favorite, Liz. <laughs> yeah, I probably have quite a few actually. But yeah, I love that you have a cult favorite on here, Ralph. Because I feel like up until now we had sleeper great movies, mm-hmm. but that one was like, and this one had a. I think it was. I clicked out of it, but I think it was like eighty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But probably because it's got such a loyal fan base that everyone's like... Oh, so audience score was 84, not critic? I believe so. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, But yeah. Nice. The whole Firefly pick I just love. Um, My number five, I guess, is Kung Pao Enter the Fist. That was all... Yes! That was almost on my list. This is great. So good. This list is like full (laughs) camp, and I love it. It makes me happy. Um, I I thought it was older, but it's 2002. What? What? Yeah. 2002. It feels like early 90s almost. No, they made it feel like it was like an 80s Japanese film. Obviously, like, they did it in such a way that was... I don't know if it's borderline racist or not, but like, generally speaking, people loved this satire of just like <laughs> chosen one. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean the cover itself is a white Sweet. man with, uh, I, I guess they're like uh, beaver nunchucks. Oh, I remember that scene. I do too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, they definitely do like white face on. An Asian actor's yeah. body, yeah. and then the overdubs, the overdubs to translate are just <laughs> terrible. They're so Which bad. Somehow makes it better. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, so again, like I don't know if this is gonna. Uh, it might have already been canceled or some shit, but I feel like they they definitely walked a very dangerous. Oh yeah, it's so it's line. so good. Well, it's um, like I don't know if any of us are going to have Tropic Thunder on the list, but like you oh, know what I'm God, saying, God, like we talk about it all the time. Yeah. But I feel like that one's not underrated. I feel like that no. one like was good box office. It was people like it, you know, and I just ironically Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, the box office or this one was 17 million. Their budget was 10. It was hey, really did not work even. Let's yeah. go. It yeah. Almost doubled it's, its great. budget. It's great. Out of boy. Um solid movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just absolutely freaking ridiculous all across the board. It's just ridiculousness. It's not it's an hour and twenty minutes short film, but um, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah, you can quote the shit out of the movie. Yep, but it's all in the most stereotypical accent that you could possibly do it in. So not going to say will do it. not going to say anything on the podcast. Yeah. Nobody will do it. Or in real life, I don't. I, don't, I, I yeah. never. You know, I never do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, my number five. This, I I don't. What's fresh considering Rotten Tomatoes above seventy? I think sixty is the threshold. Okay, so this is barely. This is barely fresh, and I think the only reason why this is considered a not good movie is because of the four others that surround it. But this movie, to me was something I absolutely loved for a lot of reasons. And when I got older, I discovered how much people disliked it and felt really insulted. Coming in number five with a $220 million budget, a box office of $589 million casting Olga Kurilenko, Matthew Amorik, and Daniel Craig. We got Quantum of Solace. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Quantum of Solace is not the best Daniel Craig James Bond. No. 
It's not um, the worst one. And yet somehow people seem to want to make it the worst one. And I get that I get that a $220 million budget, which for the film seems like way over yeah. shot. But there was a lot of filming complications um, that really hiked up the budget. But, man, honestly, like, just really kills me that that one didn't get a little bit more love than it deserved. And um, I think Mark Forster, who's the director, did a lot of good with a lot of bad that happened during it and, like, continued to make carry on the franchise. I think that in order to have something be really successful, you need a sophomore slump, yeah. you know? Yeah, because Skyfall... Yeah. wrecked the box office after that. Yeah. Now, if this had a bad song, because, you know, James Bond is known for yeah. fight scenes, car chases, the Bond ladies, which is, you know, an outdated thing at this point, but mm-hmm. still, that's what they're, that's what they have been known for for like 50 years, but what they are most known for to me is their Bond songs. Sure. Yeah. And if you don't have a good one, that's a bad look for the movies. And when you've got Alicia Keys and Jack White <laughs> on go. a song, yeah. Dude, that is one of the most banger. Oh, my God. That should have created a black hole somewhere or, like, caused some <laughs> sort of, like, this, like physical anomaly because... Fucking... Those two. Incredible. I don't know if you've listened to the song Another Way to Die recently, but it is my favorite, and I'm going to... This one is, like, my hottest take today. It's my favorite James Bond song. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Above Live and Let Die, above Skyfall, above all of them. Yeah. Another Way to Die. How about that? Pause menu music from GoldenEye on Nintendo 64. Yeah. Oh, my God. How dare you? Yeah, above that. (laughs) Oh, the PTSD. But, yeah, that's my five. Also, hot take, best suits in the franchise. Oh, yes. I have a man crush on Daniel Craig. I have a bigger man crush. Man crush. I have a bigger man crush on Daniel Craig's suits in Quantum of Solace. Oh, side note. Also, something about this film that I really love. Olga Kirilenko is blatantly like the Bond girl. But I love that their relationship is not like the bullshit that you have where she's like a badass. He's a badass. And then ultimately she succumbs to his charm. That never happens in this film. Mm. Like, I mean... Yeah, that's right. They, yeah. Like, she is out for hell-bent vengeance, yeah. and she has a better story than Bond does, and she plays it so well, and he and he literally feels like a conduit for helping her realize her vengeance. Mm. He feels like the supporting actor to her actress, her lead actress, and I love it that's about cool. this okay. film. Yeah. Cool. She's, like, she's so slept on in this role, yeah. especially in the fight scenes at the end, because she's no slouch in an action film, and I just, I love it. Oh, yeah. I fucking mm-hmm. love her role in this. Go ahead. All right. My number five from 2001 with a Rotten Tomato score of 25%. Nice. Mine, mine are going down. My rotten, my critic score, yeah, my critic yes. scores, each one of these are going down. Director Dominic Cena, who directed Gone in 60 Seconds also. Ooh. Oh, wow. Ooh, okay. okay. Starring in his third film role ever, Hugh Jackman. Wow. Oh, let's go. Halle yes. Berry. Yes. Don yes. Cheadle. Yes. yes. Okay. Guest starring Vinnie Jones. Yeah. With the amazing villain, John Travolta. Yes. The movie Swordfish. <laughs> Great. Wow. Great choice. <laughs> I rewatched this like within the last year, and it's such a good stinking movie. It's, I haven't seen this one, it's, but it's, I just love it. It's what made me love John Travolta as a villain. Oh, yeah. I and, think he's and a it's like a, villain. It's, 
it's it's like probably the last of his classic villains. Yeah. You know, yeah. like the uh the Punisher, this one When or, you rewatch um, the Punisher fuck, after this, you'll like Punisher. it more. Oh yeah. Okay. And the only reason Face Off wasn't on my list. <laughs> yeah. Is because it didn't meet my threshold for the Rotten Tomato score. Mm. It was on my list, and I checked Rotten Tomatoes, and it was fresh, quote unquote. Okay. So gotcha. I was like, "Well, Swordfish is also on this." So you, so okay, okay, I see what you're doing. Yeah, I kept right. mine completely, quote unquote, rotten. I think mine, mine might be rotten from here on out, except for one. Yeah. So nice. So has anybody not seen Swordfish? I have not seen Swordfish. I have seen I it, saw it once. multiple times. It's it's like ago. Hugh Jackman's like a like one of the best hackers in the world, and John Travolta. Oh, it's it's a hacker movie, but also sort of these like revolutionist like they're they're clearly terrorists. Kind of reminds yeah. me of V for Vendetta. It's kind of that. It's kind of yeah. the, the idea of V for. You I should like, put that on my list. You actually. know, like uh, think about it. Fuck. I think it's probably rated too high. Really? It's got it's Dang, gotta I can't be. remember how it was received, so but yeah, it's essentially these guys where you're like, Yeah, you're you're you are textbook a terrorist, but are you doing it for the quote unquote right or wrong reasons? Who knows? Yeah. You know, yeah. that that's okay. kinda left up to the viewer to see and And that that premise got what? That got a twenty five critic score, but audiences gave it a fifty nine percent. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's that's like Venom yeah. level division. But almost, I was also you know? really excited to find out that it was the same director as Gone in sixty seconds. So there's still a Nicolas Cage connection. Yeah, fact. Yep. Love it. Now is isn't the scene in this movie his like tryout as a hacker? He has a gun to his head gun and a woman going down on him. And there's a woman and he going has 30 down. Thirty seconds to hack like some government system. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Like, John Travolta is just like that sadistic kind of like. Oh, wow. And he's sort it's of. so good. He's sort of got the same look from Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Oh, good. He does. Like, the okay. suit, I was, the hair is I very was similar. imagining that, but I wanted yeah. to make sure that. The hair is was... really similar, but he's just got this sadistic, like, I, I, I know I'm better than you. Yeah. So try it. Cool. You know, like, he, he he's. He's the smartest guy in the room, and he kind of knows it. Does he die by getting shot he in the crotch like... and a toilet, too? Or is that. Oh, that's... Just... You gotta that, that, that's movie. how we should die in every movie. I'm not he sure. He kind of looks like uh, John Travolta, like the owner of a nightclub, but that's really a front for uh, illegal activity. Love yeah. In right. the 90s, yeah. that's what yeah. he looks like. Yeah. Cool. It's, it's, it's a solid it. sleeper movie if you ever oh, get the man. chance. You know Some of the CGI that... is wonky, but... Yeah. Um, that reminded me now of... Um, is it Once Upon a Time in Paris? Yes. Whoa. That With John been on, Travolta. That yes. should have been Travolta. on somebody's list. Yeah. yeah. That should have been. That should, I regret I, not putting that on. Because that's that, a fun freaking movie. I bought that shit on Blu-ray. I would have. Yes. You know what? A John Travolta that I almost put on here was The Taking of Pelham 123. I'm I, watching oh, that on Netflix. Almost. I, I literally, I have. I had it written down. And uh, Quantum of Solace took its place. So I was like. Yeah. I right. would have been saying that like. John Travolta ago. plays an amazing villain, I will die on that hill. Yeah, yes. I'll die on that 100%. hill, too. I completely yeah. agree with you. Yeah. All right, y'all, we're going to take a short break, get some coffee, use the restroom, we'll be right back. You'll hear us in one second. And we're back with number Wee! four on number my right right. Four. All right, so... So how many do we have left? We have four. We've been halfway through the list. Okay, perfect. All right, so I... Because I know we've got one of the same ones coming up, but I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that out. All oh, right. that's right, that's right, that's right. I remember so, that. 1995, 
44% on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> but starring the always beautiful, the ageless, the wonderful Jennifer Aniston? Sandra Bullock. Oh. oh. The Net. The Net? What? what? The Net? What is it it yeah. was a, like, hacker spy thriller, and it was... So, yeah, what did I just say? 1995? So she's like ordering food from her computer in 1995, and we're That's like, insane. "You yeah. can't order a pizza on your yeah. computer. What <laughs> kind of witchcraft is this nonsense?" <laughs> but she's like uh, in chat rooms, keeps herself. She's this like high level programmer, and it just like, it, and it's a terrible movie. There's <gasps> like she gets some information she shouldn't have, and then these people like use the internet to almost like erase her existence. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, it's super crazy. It just feels very, like, that just feels like a drama now. Yeah. Right. But this was 1995. Yeah, yeah. I love it, Big, chunky CRT monitor. Well, that means it held up, you know? Yeah. 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 And I just, like, that's kind of where I got nerdy in terms of, like, computers and stuff like that. And, like, why I wound up going into software for a while and, like, certain (laughs) things that I did. Uh, career-wise, like, I got into computers and stuff because I thought this movie was just, like, the coolest thing ever. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was, I you guys can't moment. see, but Brandon just flipped his shoe perfectly facing him on the coffee table that's, like, four feet in I was front just, of him. I just want to take my shoes off, and I just tossed one with both hands, and it just landed like it's talking <laughs> see, to me. This is why we need video. Dude, moments like I this. I know. God. It landed <laughs> like it's talking to me. I could just see like... What did you do that for? Yeah, I've been seeing that. Oh my gosh. Yet. The Net. That sounds like a great movie. And honestly, yeah. I'm surprised that it ranked as high by comparison to some of the other stuff that yeah, you have yeah. on your list. You know? yeah. I would uh, I That or was low, a last minute one that low? I... That I put in after Treasure Planet, I you know I was like, all right, Brandon's got Treasure Planet. Let me pull another one up. Oh, okay. So that was a late edition. Okay. So really, it's just underrated movies. Like I probably would have had Final Fantasy higher. Like Treasure Planet would have been my number two. But gotcha. Um, okay. But, but the one it. I'm ending on is my favorite movie of all time. So oh, wow, wow, okay. and it's underrated. Yes. Okay. okay. All right. Listron. My number f- four, four, yeah, uh, is Spice World. Yo, <laughs> oh my Nin- god, 1997, Air Five. Wow. Oh, um, directed by Bob Spears. The box office, ma- uh, so budget was twenty five million. It made seventy five million. So the box it. office, uh, the Spice says World says one hundred million. Spice up your life, um, dude. It's got Spice Girls. It's got aliens. It's got drama. It's got some cool tour stories. What is there not to love about it? It's uh, it's kind of like the original Austin Powers. Oh my you know god! What? Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. Comedy wise, it's very wow. similar. I love how the last line of the synopsis on Wikipedia is "Spice World: A Roller Coaster Ride," which will spice up your life and open your eyes very wide. Yas. <laughs> Open up your eyes very wide. Yeah, you know, very wide. You know they're a lyricist as he wrote that. But uh, they call it a musical comedy. Yeah. Um, I watched it a billion trillion times, approximately. And uh, I, I feel like the movie just speaks for itself. 
It was distributed. Holy crap. Oh, assless chaps, too. Forgot about that. You guys oh, want yeah. to talk about inter-studio like, relationships? Yeah, a lot of studios It was involved. distributed by Universal, Columbia, Columbia and Walt Disney, Disney all together. Wow. Is on, wow. Is it on the Disney? Uh, Walt's, on Disney yeah, Disney? Walt Disney Studios motion picture. I, I uh, own it on DVD. I have it on VHS. Whoa. There it is. <laughs> one, Liz up, one. one up. Liz yep. One up. <laughs> yep. Um, I wonder if it's on... Would it be on Disney Plus? It could. God, I hope uh-huh. it is. Let's see. God, I hope I get it. Fun fact, the tour bus driver is Meatloaf. What? <gasps> I have to watch it now. Oh, my there, gosh. I have to watch it now. There's a scene, the tour manager, uh, also a great actor. Yeah. He's actually in Star Wars. Yes. Um, What's his name? I'm, I'm, um, yeah, Liz is going to find his name. The tour bus driver, there's a situation where all the toilets on the tour bus clog. Oh, yeah. And he, he goes to the tour bus driver. And uh, is this tw- like is oh is this like Spinal Tap with Spice Girls? Oh my god, uh, Alan Cumming, by the way. Uh, yeah, Hugh Laurie is in this film also. Oh, he totally is. Oh. Yeah, uh, as as well as um, Elvis Costello is in it. What no the fuck? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I forgot about to talk about cast, but Elton John has a very yep, brief short cameo, little cameo. <laughs> so the the tu- the tour manager goes to the bus driver who is Meatloaf and he says can't you can't you fix the toilets and the tour bus driver goes look I love these girls and I would do anything for them but I won't do that <gasps> oh my god oh my gosh it is so good it's yeah um what's his name uh George went I don't I, I can't like remember what W E N D T DT, yeah. Okay. He's a film producer in, in, in this movie. Um, he was in House. He was in um, a lot of, like, you know, like, lighthearted comedies. But he's a very re- recognizable face. Honestly, like, there's, a, there's like, a lot of, like, really random cameos mm-hmm. in here. Yeah, like, Elvis uh, Costello is a bartender in yeah, the film. Yep. Wow. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a freaking gem. Yeah. It's so good. Assless Chaps. Wow. And the Spice song at the end, Spice Up Your Life, yeah. at Royal Albert Hall. That's where they're trying to get this to. This is the most absurd movie I think I've heard of on this list so far. On it's all what? our lists. This is the most absurd movie I've heard of all, on I all love our it. lists. It's crazy. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. The only thing that even comes close is the Herbie Hancock thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, Roger Moore's in, in the... In, in Roger Moore. Yeah. James yeah. 007 himself? Roger yeah. Moore's like their manager. He's like their manager. He's in London, obviously. Good so. God almighty. Yeah. Yeah, right. and he's this really eclectic, like sort of almost Bond villain in the film, yeah. which I never thought about wow. until yeah. just now. I love that. Yeah, because they're trying to sabotage like a uh, like their tour or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Wow. And well, I mean, it makes sense because they were huge back then. Oh yeah. yeah, they were gigantic. What year did you say? Ninety five. This movie's ninety seven. Ninety seven. I yeah. would pay more to see the original Spice Girls than any. I I mean this than yeah. anyone else. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. If you got the original Spice Girls back together, I would pay more money to see them in concert I, th- <laughs> than you, anyone yeah, else. All you silly geese that paid 10k to go see Taylor Swift don't know what you're talking yeah. about. So if you're telling me right now, if look I, me in the eyes and t- no, no, Dean, sh- shut up. <laughs> look me in the eyes and tell me that if George Harrison and John Lennon were alive and they were with Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr and you saw the Beatles... You would pay more to see the Spice Girls. Tell the world right now. Okay. 
unfair question because yes. I'm the guy that's like, I don't get the Beatles. I don't, I do not get the, I respect them. Full I, reunion I, of I, Kiss. I probably, I Dean Sizemore. Holy fuck. I Dean Sizemore. I Dean Sizemore would pay more to see the original Spice Girls get together for a show than I would the original members of Kiss. Holy shit. This is a huge statement, ladies and gentlemen. I have said that. Yep. This is the way. (laughs) (laughs) I have spoken. All right, uh, I gotta. I yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. That's, well, yeah. That's on record. I can't. I can't. I you. You know how when someone owns something so much that you can't even yeah. argue with it. No. That's no. That's it. Yeah, that's Dean. on the internet now. Dean. That's not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. It's okay. All right. So I. I think I love you more for yeah. it. Yeah. My number four is the whole reason I really wanted to do this episode. So. Ooh. Um, oh yes. Here we go. I'm gonna read you the synopsis. Someone might get this before I finish this. Set in England in the year 2020. 20 years after London tunneling project, workers inadvertently waken dragons from centuries of slumber and the creatures have subsequently replaced humans as the dominant species on Earth. With the fate of mankind at stake, two surviving parties led by Quinn Abercrombie, Christian Bale, and Denton Van Zandt, Matthew, well, blah, 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 Matthew Matthew McConaughey. Dude, I can't even talk Matthew right now. He's so good in this. Oh, Find that oh. they must work together to hunt down and destroy the beast in a desperate attempt to break back to take back the world in the movie Reign of Fire in two thousand two. Bravo! Such a good movie. <laughs> P.S. Such a good movie. P.S. Quinn Abercrombie. Let's just think about that name for a second, dude. And he nice. looks like such a Quinn Abercrombie. Yeah, I mean, classic. Oh man, this classic is starring. Quinn. And then they don't really talk about it in synopsis, but this is starring Gerard Butler. And it has a 42% on critics for Rotten Tomatoes. This is not a fresh movie, but it is in my heart. Matthew McConaughey is so good in the movie, I forgot Gerard Butler was in it. Yeah. Wow. Which is big wow. at that time period. Yeah. yeah. It's such a good movie. It, start to finish. And, and like, what is it you said about like their, um, their design, like their, their dragon yeah. designs? So I got really big into why the dragons look the way they do in this. Yeah. So the dragons up until now, we had dragon tails as like the leading thing for like what dragons look like on film. I think it was dragon tails, right? That was right before. The, I think. Am I right? Wait. Or like the modern conception people have of dragons. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go with. Uh, dra- no, no. I'm gonna go with uh, before this. Before this. Yeah. Oh, Dragonheart. Dragonheart. Sorry, that's it. Yeah, okay. Sean Connery. So, yeah. So, bruh. What's, what's that face? Oh, God. Don't talk about that movie oh, no. anymore. <laughs> okay. 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 So, so, but this movie, they wanted the dragons to look menacing, like actual, yeah. like, things that could hunt you down and kill you as a, as a predator. Because, mm-hmm. like, up until now, they were kind of... They were friendly looking. Cutesy. For yeah. the most part. Okay. They sounded like Sean Connery. But this one... <laughs> This one, they used wasps as an example, where their bodies would hang below their wings in a predatorial stance so that they could swoop and catch things. And then also, they wanted... This is the first time we see holes in dragons' wings. Yeah, like that. (laughs) (laughs) But this is the first time we see, like, holes in dragons' wings. And, like, this is still, to this day, some of the best CG I've seen in a movie at this time period. Also, where the inspiration for the dragons in Goblet of Fire, Harry Potter, came mm-hmm. from. So, which yeah. kind of set the tone for how dragons should look. And I think they studied, and I know I'm really eyeballing it here. It was something like tigers, mm-hmm. like how tigers sort of like yeah. go through the grass yeah. when they're and and rattlesnakes when they're about to pounce yep. and, and shit. And like, yeah. And technically speaking, these aren't dragons. Yeah. 
because dragons have legs they walk on and the wings are sort of on their back. Yeah, these are wyverns. Yeah. Wyverns. Wyverns. Or, or wyverns. wyverns. However, however yeah, you, I don't know how... Yeah. Tom- Nerd! Nerd! <laughs> tomato, tomato. But, but, it's, yeah. but it just like, it's just really slept on. I mean, the movie itself is such a mid-early 2000s action movie. Like, the plot line, mm-hmm. but oh my good God. It just, I watched it and I was like, this can't be this bad on Rotten Tomatoes. There's no way that someone could watch this in their right mind and be like, this is shitty. Because yeah. it's right. good. They, but anyway. They even reference Star Wars in it. They do. They do. Gerard, I forgot about that. Gerard Butler's like telling the story of Star Wars to children in the film, but like uh, as if it were a, a campfire story. It's very like Love and Thunder where Korg is talking about Thor type nice. feeling. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, that's it. That was my four. That was the whole reason. Solid I choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Number four. 1997 with a Rotten Tomato score of 17%. You ready for this? Ready. Starring Michael Jai White. Oh, yes. Who was in The Dark Knight. Yep. John Leguizamo. Okay. And uh, Martin Sheen. Okay. We have 1997's Spawn. Wow. I knew this was going to be on someone's list. Yeah. yeah I from, knew yeah. it. Shitty VFX. But God. But God, that, that costume design is Fire. Spawn by Todd McFarlane. Yes, they went for it with the costume design, the yeah. chains, the cape, even though the so CGI cool. wasn't quite ready for the cape. That costume nope. was so badass, <laughs> though. Yeah. God, it was cool. And John Leguizamo as the Violator. Just hamming like it up. I barely know her. He's just, uh, yeah. Uh, oh. no. Violator. Yeah, you the, brought her. Got, <laughs> got him. Uh, yeah, he just hams it up in the movie like Love every it. scene he's in he wants to be in the movie he, he's just he's just going for it i can't say i know what the comic book version of the violators like to be honest uh, i was just really into the toys when i was a kid mm-hmm. uh, the the comics were probably a little above my age for the time because you know it was the devil and hell and and, and right. whatnot um but uh fun fact the director i'm going to Butcher this. Mark Az DePay. Uh, he worked on visual effects for Jurassic Park and The Abyss. No way. Yeah. So, hmm. sort of some cred as far as that goes with the CGI. Well, I think you know at the time it like was ninety seven. Like, like the OG Jurassic Park. Nice. Uh, kind of hard to make that cape look good in ninety seven. Yeah. I would I would imagine even now it probably cloth and be. water have always been the hardest things for yeah. CG. And uh, I might go. I was gonna say yeah, I'm gonna go with fire, tough. which is yeah. why in Reign of Fire they use like a tower flamethrower and use real fire and then just CG the tower out and put the dragon in. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. However, the shot of hell in the movie Spawn is literally the worst CGI. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I was so bad about. I have it. ever yeah. seen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe to this day. Uh, there's one that I can think of worse, and it's the movie where, um, it was like the Transformers movie where they can transform into animals. Animorphs. Animorphs. Ooh, that was nice. I loved Animorphs. That was the only worse CG that I can that possibly think of. That was terrible. Even so the OG that Tron has so like a good, reason though. for it looking the way amazing. it does. I loved you know? Like the OG Tron oh has a reason God. for looking the you way were, it does. Like my, my, I was just ready for it. I watched that, <laughs> like, Obsessively as a because I always Animorphs? Want, yeah I wanted yeah. to be a freaking animal yeah I had the books yep cool went to the Scholastic Book Fair you guys oh, remember yeah. that oh, oh I do I got Diary of a Wimpy Kid like it was my oh. job there 
Yeah. Got to get them goosebumps. Dude, <laughs> Isles. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Oh my God, what up, R.L. Stein? And then Captain yeah. Underpants. Yeah. That was a good one, too. God, we're taking people back with Ooh. this. Whoa. All right, Ralph, what you got next? All right. Um, I'm, I'm putting one in. Uh, I did have Spawn as well. That's one of my favorites. (laughs) We had had a lot. Yeah. So you know what? I'm just going to do the one that I I know is on your list. (laughs) No, I'm going to do something different. No. Okay. Here we go. Uh, 2003. Yep. Let's go. Uh, We were talking about this earlier. Sean Connery, Stephen Norrington, Peter Wilson, Stuart Townsend, and Shane West, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Hell yeah. Fuck. that was oh, really was bad, but that was also it, oh, it was on. It is. I was playing it off because I didn't think oh, you'd choose it. Oh, man. God dang it. All right. I did have Spawn on there, and then I know you got another <laughs> one coming up on there, and I was like, but I I always loved this movie. I know. I, I know. Think it was on, did you say it was on yours, too? No. Oh, okay. No, but oh. I, I thought about it. Um, This is... That's crazy because I feel like oh, that, that. It's so good. Did it's you think so about good. That one too, or? I, and was, we were talking about it just earlier, and okay. I was like, oh, I wish I would have put that. Yeah. Yeah. It, and I had a conversation with uh, my buddy Drew was involved in some movie where he worked with Shane West. And I was like, ask him where League of Extraordinary Gentlemen 2 is. And he was yeah. like, what? I don't even know what movie what? you're talking about. And I was like, like, the characters were so good. It was like that literary team up. Uh, 33, sorry. 2003. Yeah, it's a comic book adaptation. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's so good. It's so good. And I am Captain a- Nemo's great. Love it. Yes. yes. So and good. the car yes. is so good. I love the depi- the depiction of Mina Harker. Depiction. I'm a big, yeah. big Dracula fan. I've seen every yeah. on-screen adaptation. I've read the book. I wrote an essay on it in high school. I I love no. Bram Stoker's Dracula. And very rarely do I feel like they get the vampires, any vampire right, mm-hmm. based off of how they should be in like the page. And that movie for better or for worse nailed it to me well you're gonna love the new nicholas cage movie ryan Phil. oh my god i'm so excited <laughs> so excited i'm so excited i forget the guy's name but the guy that plays renfield yeah he's from that zombie yeah uh, i flick. love him but anyway yeah i love I'm sorry, Brandon. Film. no it's okay it's okay i'm a big sean connery guy me too. He's one of my favorite. My favorite Indiana Jones is Last Crusade, and I just I can't I I, I couldn't not have a Sean Connery yeah movie oh, yeah. on this, and that yeah. this is the most underrated. It's it's like it was so yeah. It's so good. It's yeah, uh, the, the, the villains the, are the, good. the American guys from uh, uh, the, the the Notebook. Uh, yeah, Walk Shane to Remember. Rust. Walk to Remember. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember. Totally different movie. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, Amber, yeah. Amber and I watched it the other night, and I was like totally not into it until we started going. And then when what happens in that movie happens, I was a like, weeping mess. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, this movie's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love it. Great soundtrack. So. Oh. Wonderful soundtrack. Uh, that song originally performed by Switchfoot. Switchfoot. Wow. And their yep. version's better. Yep. Yep. Oh. Um, so my number two, my number three, sorry, is Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Yes. 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 All right. 1987. Um, wow. Mel Brooks is in it, which is fucking awesome. 87? 87. 87. That's impressive. Yep. Um... Rick Moranis as Dark Helmet, mm-hmm. um, Daphne Zuniga as Princess Vespa, which the names alone are incredible. Uh, they are. John Candy 
has oh. barf, oh. which is like the puppy um, Chewy. Yeah. Puppy version of Chewy. Uh, Bill Pullman as Lone Star, uh, which... Um, so making this film, they had to obviously get permission from George Lucas to yeah. produce it. And they said, he said he's totally fine with it. Go on ahead. So long as Han Solo does not wear the brown vest because that's like a signature look for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they made the Lone Star, who is like their um, satirical version of Han Solo. They um, dressed him as Indiana Jones. So that was their oh, yeah. that was their hmm. way out of that. Well done. Yep. Um fifty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh ninety percent like this movie. So a lot of people oh, loved certainly, it. Certainly, yeah. I mean, it's a I, I would call this a cult classic as well. Joan Rivers was in it, I forgot. Yeah, she's the um, she's like the C three PO. Yeah, yeah. She's the, the female C three PO. Kinda like uh uh meet the, uh, the Jetsons. The Jetsons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind yeah, of that, yeah, kind of, yeah. kind of that aesthetic when they uh, when they designed that robot, that that um, that droid. Um, really cool cast, I think. Uh, yeah, I enjoy the shit out of it, and I will watch it a million times over. Yep. Yeah, and great penis joke with the lightsabers. Oh yes, one hundred percent. So quality good. dick joke. Oh yes, quality dick joke. All right, so this one is by far my most obscure. It is technically not a blunder and i would doubt if i would be astonished if any of you guys have seen this film so i'm gonna i'm gonna give you some suspense coming in at 68 percent on rotten tomatoes in the near future as america virtually loses the war on drugs robert arctor played by keanu reeves a narcotics cop in orange county california becomes an addict when he goes undercover he's wooing donna a dealer to ferret out her supply at the same time, he receives orders to spy on his housemates, one of whom is suspected of being Donna's biggest customer, played by Robert Downey Jr. Oh. This film stars Keanu Reeves, what? Robert Downey Jr., Winona Ryder, and Woody Harrelson with a budget of only $8 million. And it is actually a, a box office flop, bringing in $7 million. Yikes. I have a scanner darkly. Oh, I oh, see. I know the title. Scanner Darkly is a very odd film. It's very noir feeling, but they really. This is a film that's a good example of doing a lot with a little because I. You can tell it was filmed very poorly, but you know what they did? They over the top of live footage. They did cell shading animation. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So it looks like the totally. waiting screens of GTA. Yeah. Gotcha. And you can tell that the animation doesn't stay. It kind of moves around their face. It's a little it's a little surreal, but it's a movie about drugs and the people who shouldn't be addicted to drugs get addicted to drugs. So this this surreal face kind of effect that's happening that breaks this uncanny valley is so perfectly on the nose for this film. Hmm. Yeah. And it has this like M Night Shyamalan type twist at the end that is super good. Okay, and it's one. It's a really good Robert Downey Jr. Jr. role. It came in like right before Zodiac and plays a very different type of character. I love. I just love this film, and it was one of the ones I discovered for this list, and I just was blown away. It has it. Mm -hmm. It should have gotten a lot more credit where credit was due. But it was definitely in the early ages of cell shading animation, so I imagine if people have a hard time with the animation, but it's a great film. Yeah, it's it didn't score 
too poorly. It's definitely under like the well, yeah. it's, it's over the passing grade on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yeah. but it's just very it's it it's scored roughly around what we scored Quantumania. Yeah, it's underrated from mm. a public reception standpoint yeah. and not like a yeah. reception standpoint. It did win um Saturn a uh, Saturn Award. It was a nominee for that and but it did win the Austin Film Critics Association Film Award. They give those things away to anybody though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I I love this film. I I was watching it and it just made me feel like mm. really off in a in like a yeah. good way. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it did its job. So I love that film. Nice one. Yeah, I like it. Number three, 1997, with a critic score of 12 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. You're really going for the rotten shit. Dude. God dang, dude! I love it. And an audience score of 16 percent. Whoa, <laughs> this is good. Starring, I'm going to try to throw you guys off, John Glover. Okay. Of Gremlins 2 and Smallville fame. Oh. Oh. Pat Hingle. Michael Gow, who has been in every one of these particular films. Oh, I think I know what it is. Alicia Silverstone. Uma Thurman. Oh, yeah. Yes. Chris O'Donnell. Yes. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, yes let's okay. go. And George Clooney. Thank you. Featuring Bat Nipples. Thank you. Batman and Robin. 1997's yep. Batman, Batman and Robin. Batman and yep. Robin. <laughs> yep. I, I, have, I have always been an apologist for this film. Same. I Another another hot always take. forever. I will die on this hill. Yep. So will it's Liz. My, yep. It's my favorite <laughs> Batman movie to watch. I, wow. I, I get it. It is yep. not. Yeah. It is not by any means the best. No, right. but it. I will watch it every yep. fucking time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just for the uh, Mister Freeze puns alone. Oh. Thank the, you. It, it's, it's the best. Nobody the, talks about that. Everyone, it's chill. They went for a cartoon I look. Still meet you. They were like, let's take a cartoon and make the Real. the cartoon a movie. Yeah. And, yeah, and they committed to it. And they nailed what they were going for. Oh, yeah. And, you know, campy, like you were saying with yours, but it's, like, it's great. Like, if you know what they're going for. Schumacher went for the 60s Batman feel, you know. uh, And that's the thing. I often forget, because, like, I know Tim Burton made a couple Batman movies, but, or or one? Uh, He made the first two, yeah. I often forget that this is a Michael Schumacher film, because I feel like he went for that. Joel Schumacher. Joel Schumacher. Yeah. I thought it was. Oh, Michael Schumacher is a freaking mo- uh, <laughs> uh, uh, race car driver. I'm dumb. Uh, but I forget. That's the most American thing you've ever said, Liz. Wow. My my uncle was a big oh, okay. race car I really, fanatic. I'm really impressed with you right now. Let's go. <laughs> he Liz, won, like, hey, he's he a won. race car driver. Well, he was an F1 times. driver, F1? right? Yep. Yeah, it was F1. Oh, yes. yeah, was I F1. take it back. That's the most. So yeah. not really. It is a, it, yeah, it, I just said. Yeah, not car. NASCAR. <laughs> it's a car that goes fast. It is. Yes, it is. Thank but you. Americans don't get it. It's a, it's a European car. No. We're yeah, sure. It, well, he doesn't do. He didn't doesn't drive NASCAR. But anyway, yeah. um, I forget that this is not a, the Tim, a Tim Burton one. But yeah. I feel like he went for a Tim Burton kind of. He took a, a Tim Burton approach. The suit is very Tim Burtony to me. Like I, I can see that. Stunts though, like when he slides down that freaking frozen dinosaur. Dude. Love it. Dude, that just reminded me of Land of the Lost. (laughs) And then Uma Thurman is just eating it up. Oh, yeah. Just every scenery, every scene she's in, she's chewing it up. This is a one-woman show. (laughs) I dressed up as Uma Poison Ivy. uh, Very cool. Uma Thurman's Poison Ivy one year for Halloween, and it's my favorite costume to date. 
Yeah, and uh, John Glover, I was saying, from Smallville and, yep. and Gremlins, too. He's yep. the scientist at the beginning of the film that creates Emma Thurman's Poison yep. Ivy. Mm-hmm. I would say my only bit that I legitimately cringe, sort of, is, is the character of Bane in the film. And, yeah. And, and I'm being kind of hypocritical. It's just because they get him so, so wrong. But they get everybody so, so wrong yeah. in this movie. In this, I don't know why that's my one thing. Uh, that really kind of annoys me about about the film, <laughs> which is so stupid. <laughs> uh, but oh ben yeah, is not a fan of this movie. I hate this movie. So Don't much. forget Aww. to winterize your. Pipes. I, uh, I'm really, Head I really love, <laughs> I really love dumb movies. You know, movies that are dumb for the sake of being dumb, and you know, like sure, sure. You know, what I'm saying like they didn't take themselves seriously with this film, and that's okay. I just don't think it landed for me. Oh, oh no. Yeah, I didn't land. It hits all the marks. You know, me. like for me, Spaceballs does that and lands, but this doesn't land for me. Mm-hmm. So I, of all the films that we've all agreed on that are totally underrated, I think this sticks exactly where it should. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the buzzkill on it. I'm sorry, oh, but you guys fair. can that's love fun. this one and love it to death. I'll let you. It's I want great. to point out that some of these characters are Ice Thug number six, Ice Thug number twenty-four. I just like, 24. I I love. Oh yeah, there's they're all here. They're so many all ice here. Ice thugs. But yeah. I like I like the idea of calling somebody an ice thug. Cool. He's so, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, fun fact about Batman and Robin: uh, there's a scene with a motorcycle chase in it. Featuring Alicia Silverstone, yes. probably still better than so Boba Fett. The uh, the head gangster of the motorcycle gang is none other than Coolio himself. What? No way! Fucking uh, right, he it is. Who was That's supposed to go on in the sequel? Had it not tanked the entire Batman series, he was supposed to go on into the sequel to star as the Scarecrow. Oh! Oh shit! Wow! I, I don't necessarily cool. know that they. We're going to keep Coolio as the actor? He dodged a bullet there. <laughs> yeah. No, I would have wanted to see it. <laughs> I, I mean, I would have too. Yes. Chris O'Donnell was a great, he was great. Dick Grayson. Yeah, he or, really was. Yeah, uh, yeah, is he Dick, Dick Grayson? Grayson? He is Dick Grayson. Okay, he's Dick Grayson, yeah. Uh, yeah. He well, because don't, is, he's in, I don't know if they follow, but we do get in a previous, or is it a... He's Val Kilmer's yeah. Robin. Yeah, and we do get like his origin story we do in there so and they and i I really like that they were keeping like alfred was oh what's the alfred in this one was the alfred in in the previous three yeah Yeah. that's what i was saying michael michael i liked him michael gal reminds me of like didn't they do that with i may be wrong didn't they do that with some of the cues in james bond yeah different james bonds yeah same cue i thought they did that um john cleese yeah then like kind of gives that mantle from the the monty pythons himself yeah Yeah. that makes me happy and i liked it like and that was like whether you like that one or or not i liked what they were doing with batman where like it was gonna it looked like it was gonna become this james bond role of who's gonna be the next batman but like your alfred's the same your robin it is like the american james bond pretty cool yeah I want to bring up because I, I just noticed this. Jesse Ventura was, um, he was Arkham Asylum. Uh, what was his role? Shit, I can't see it. Arkham Asylum. I guess I'm guessing like uh, inmate or whatever. But Jesse Ventura is in this Batman. That's pretty cool. 
Cool. That's true. He's like a random sort of yeah. cop or something, right? I, I just Arkham Asylum. I, I can't see or, what was the, he a guard. He was he's, a guard. he's one of the two guards. That's, okay, yeah, probably uh, mis, guard. Mis, mis, they're watching like, Mr. Freeze. Yeah, because his description here says Arkham Asylum dot dot dot. So I I don't know what the rest means, but yes. Also, uh, Mr. Freeze's lady henchman. That's v- uh, oh yes, that is Vivica A. Fox. <gasps> no way. Yes, yeah, there she is. She's like oh the cold shoulder. Oh, well, and because you had, like, Drew Barrymore was <laughs> when Tommy Lee Jones and mm-hmm. um, and yeah. Jim Carrey. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Returns? She was in Batman there. Returns, right? Yeah. yeah. Or is that Batman no, Forever? that's Batman Forever. Oh, forever. Yeah, that's forever. Batman Forever. forever. Yeah. yeah, I saw him this one. Um, right, because, that, yeah, that was the one before. Yeah, Batman Returns is the next Chris one with Keaton. Yeah. Yeah, so Batman and Robin has two governors in it. Top that. Amazing. Yep. Wow. Shit. Okay. <laughs> As does Predator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same same Dang, two guys, actually. All right, Rob, what you got? Number two. All right, we're on number two. You did have Treasure Planet for this. Uh, I did. Yeah. But but it's okay. We pivoted to something that I'm I'm really happy about. Uh, Dominic Purcell as Dracula. Also starring Patton Oswalt, Triple H, Jessica Biel, Ryan Reynolds, oh my God, and Wesley Snipes. Yes. Wow. Blade, Blade Trinity. Yep. Oh my God. Jeez. I don't care what anybody oh says. That movie oh was God. freaking great. I didn't think we'd <laughs> see this. I thought I genuinely thought we all were gonna hate this movie so much that it wasn't on here. I like it. I love it. I like Blade Trinity. It's, oh, it's... Ryan Reynolds being. It's Ryan Reynolds almost being Deadpool, basically. Yep. Uh, his character's just great. Uh, I mean, is it corny? Yeah, it's super corny. But Dracula in it was a badass. Yeah. Um, and I just, I love all those movies. And yeah. this one was just, it was great. Yep. It was great. Chris Christopherson. Uh, uh, Jessica Biel. Jessica Hello. Biel. God, she, she had a lightsaber bow and arrow thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I was, I don't like know how old I Omega. was when this movie came out, but I definitely <laughs> yeah. was losing my mind over Jessica yeah. Biel. Yeah. Might have been her first big movie role. That's a good question. That's a great question. I don't Coming know off of Seventh Heaven, maybe? Wow. My God. I, I don't know. You might, you might know more about this than we do. Seventh oh, Heaven. Oh, I'll check that out, actually. All right. Well, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I, I love Trinity. That. I'm I not going to fight you on that. I completely agree. I freaking, I completely love that movie. Now, no, my my original number two is, is what Dean's number one is going to be. Ooh. Okay. Oh, or, or no, it probably would have been three. Yeah. yeah, Treasure Planet, his next one. I'd say that was probably her first big role. Oh, Jessica Biel was actually in the uh, in two thousand three. She was in the like the first sort of remake of the Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre. Oh, that's right. Was yeah, she, that's but was right. she like a lead or? Yeah, yeah, she was yeah. one of the okay. four yeah. main characters. She was really cool. good in it, actually. Okay. So yeah. I take it back. All right, Liz. What's your What's your number two? Uh, my number two is Mars Attacks because I've freaking love that film okay and we talked about it yeah, earlier it's so good um just a cool childhood class <laughs> they blew up congress yeah um okay well uh my number two has also previously been mentioned but i'm gonna go ahead and sub it out because i just said this movie on air and i realized i was like this has to be in it mm-hmm. my number two was league of extraordinary gentlemen but now it's mm-hmm. land of the lost 
Nice. Wow. Yeah, Land of the Lost by with Will Ferrell, uh, Danny. Uh, oh gosh, Danny. Uh, crap. What's his last name? Danny Crap. Uh, uh, crap. Um, this is gonna kill me. Danny. Wolf. Ah, You know what I'm talking about. He's like their guide, and he's the one who's like Chaka. There's so many Dannys. Danny McBride. Danny McBride. Oh, I there thought that's go. what it, I, I yeah. thought. Surely not Danny McBride. Yeah, but uh, this movie to me is like I think the reason it it like kind of got the crap that it did was because it came hot off the heels of like Will Ferrell's like winning series of comedies. You know, everything from like like old school and like uh, like you know like some of his older stuff all the way up to like Anchorman and like some of the ones right after that this one came hot off the heels of those and maybe it wasn't as like funny to everyone as that but I love Star Trek and there mm. were so many good Star Trek references in this mm. and I just I was like this is a great movie oh man I should have had Galaxy Quest on this list. I almost put that on there. I, I saw we I watched it, it. Uh, a couple nights ago. I, I almost put close. Lost in Space on my list. You know, we mm. mentioned Lost in Space, and I love that movie. Honorable mention. Yeah. With uh, Matt LeBlanc yes. in, in kind of his wow. first big movie role. Mind-blowing yep. when you rewatch that, and yeah. Joey's in it. Speaking of which, uh, Episodes is a great show. We talked about it on like yeah. one of the first episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah, Podcast episodes. That is kind of nerdy because it gets meta into like TV production. Yeah. So yeah. it's... Yeah, it's that that first season is wild on mm-hmm. that show. Like, it just takes you through the ringer. Also, yeah. Anyway, go yep. you go ahead. All right, Dean, we're on two. Ralph, were you saying my number two might also be your? What, what were we just saying? Oh, I think. Uh, yeah, I I know you've got one coming up that I had really high up on my list. Okay, all right. My number two with a Rotten Tomato score of slightly higher than Batman and Robin. I mix these two up. Sixteen percent on Rotten Tomato, oh, yeah. with critics sixty-four percent with the audience. Nice. Whoa! Uh, it I, I didn't even bother to go into the cast um, because there are two sets of casts for this: one American and one Japanese cast. Oh! Oh, I think I know what it is. From nineteen ninety-nine. I think I know what it is. Pokemon, the first movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yes. my gosh. Yes. Mew- Mewtwo Strikes Back. What a good yeah. one. Oh, man. Yeah, I thought this about- was before those movies were like, could be taken seriously yep. as a critical yep. thing. And like, that is a crying shame. Yeah. Because that definitely deserves the, the audience score. Mm-hmm. It yeah. does. Yeah. People didn't know what to do with animated movies. No. I know, yeah. <clears throat> so this one, this one had a fun little animated opener, like a short film, yeah. where the Pokemon yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of got to go to, on a little, like a little summer trip to the, to this yep. area mm-hmm. with a pool and waterfalls yeah. and all this oh stuff. Little little Pikachu Charizard yes. adventure, and then you get into the nitty gritty of the film. You find out Mewtwo was created. Shit gets real. Oh yeah, this she is like everything a sad, is a lie. It's a sad movie. It yeah. it's genuinely one of those like when you're a kid, you kind of want to cry at the end with the fights and all. Oh that. yeah, and Pikachu's tear. Pikachu's oh. tear. Oh, oh my god! My gosh, yeah. Oh, don't do it. This movie broke me. I'm just I'm getting all these like flashbacks to being like really young watching this. Oh yeah, like the the oh, god the Mew and Mewtwo when they attack and yeah. Ash jumps in the right center. In the yep. They turn. He turns the stone. Then all the Pokemon cry and yep. yeah. make it better. Yeah, 
That is the prime uh, 90s emotional movie telling yeah, in the and best way yeah, possible. Pikachu crying was one of the most gut-wrenching things I've ever seen in my life. Me too. I yeah. love how, like, amongst our age differences in this group, we're all like, <laughs> yeah. fucking tear my heart out, stomp it on the ground, shoot it with a shotgun, because oh, yeah. that's what it felt like. And they're all just, like, slapping each other, like, at the end, because they can't, Mewtwo takes their powers away yeah. in the film. So they're, they're, they're fist-fighting each other. And... It's really, it's really. Fun. There's a line. I think it's by one of the, the, maybe the nurse character in the in the in the movie. She's like, Pokemon aren't supposed to fight like this, and I'm like, they literally kind of are. <laughs> yeah, they literally kind of. This is sanctioned dog fighting. Yeah, it's literally we yeah. Michael Vick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, they like it. They're yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they don't die. Yeah, they they don't faint. Have, yeah, they don't have to do this. <laughs> they 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 Ooh. faint after they run out of. Health or PP in, in the yes. game. Yeah. Yes. You only you have, have enough PP for PP. this move. You gotta have you gotta have enough PP to do a to do a move in the video uh, game. Now, power points. You. Now the, the most fun thing about this film is not the film itself. The most thing the most fun thing about this film is the presidential run of 2012 by Herman Cain. Are you guys familiar with what I'm about to say? No. No. I swear to God, I was watching this live. He concedes his presidential run. You know, he's clearly not going to get the uh, nomination. Yeah. And uh, rest in peace, Herman Cain, by the way. I swear, he says, and I quote, I believe these words come from the Pokemon movie. Life can be a challenge. Life can seem impossible. It's never easy when there's so much on the line. But you and I can make a difference. There's a mission just for you and me. That is from the song Power of One by Donna Summer, which was the theme song of the 1999 oh Pokemon movie. Donna Summer. Oh my Donna God. Summer. The theme song. And Herman Cain said that live on television. That is incredible. It's, it's top five I don't political care moments of my what life. Your number one is. You can't top <laughs> what you just told us with it. I yeah. mean, like, there's maybe something you could top with this. But That's. I was that's although if you come out and say Holly Berry Catwoman, I'm gonna throw something at no. you. No, I, okay. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good one, but not it's, on my not on my I didn't list. care about it. Oh, really it's bad. Yeah. I mean that's bad for being bad. I love Halle Berry. Oh, I do too. But, but I love her as um was she she was in the Flintstones. In the live action Flintstones. Oh, she was. Holy yeah. shit. Holy shit. Holy she shit. was like the, the, the boss's secretary, secretary or that tried like that. to seduce Fred. Fred. Yep. I thought about putting that on my list. That was a great. I, was, I can tell. I was, was. I, was, I was a big Flintstones kid. Girl. Oh yeah, yeah, big into Flintstones. All right, Ralph, what you got? What's right. your, or do you want to do an honorable mentions? Let's do one honorable mention, just quick or a quick around. You know what? For honorable mention, I'm going to do a TV show. Okay. Okay. Because why not? Yeah. While you're looking let me, it up, let me look. This yeah, up. while you're looking it up, I'll get mine. Um, my honorable mention is Zathura, the oh, space Jumanji. Wow. I watched that last night, and like I remember that like it was marketed as like this is Jumanji but in space, and it totally didn't do well. But I rewatched it. I was like, this is a good movie. Like it's not quite Jumanji because it doesn't have Robin Williams, you know. Sure. It doesn't. Yeah. Like it's not. It doesn't quite hit the same mark, mm -hmm. but it hits a good mark. 
But Doc Shepard, though. And Doc Shepard. Doc Shepard plays like yeah. the Robin Williams type character that comes out of the game, you know. But it has jo- uh, Josh Hutcherson, mm. um, Kristen Stewart. I'm shocked. Yeah, I'm shocked. And then I can't remember who the kid is. I, I don't think he went on to do a whole lot, but. Jonah man. Bobo. Yeah. It's a fun name. Great movie. Superb VFX. Okay. Yeah, like, there's a, a shot movie, where right? they zoom out and it's just the house on a little meteor. It's, orbiting jupiter and all of its rings and it is like i was just looking at it me and amber were looking at it and i was just like what (laughs) is this doing in this movie i mean it's really good it's 2005 so like there was people pulling off some good vfx yeah you know but god anyway that's my that's my honorable mention you go ahead ralph what's your honorable mention um the 2011 only lasted one season superhero TV show, The Cape. Cool. The Cape. Whoa. Does anybody remember that? No, I don't, no. I've never seen never that. Never even heard of it. Summer Glau from Serenity, Firefly cool. is in it. Keith David cool. is like the mentor character who was the original Cape. And uh, David Lyons is the main character. Okay. And... I just thought it was really good. I thought it was like well paced out, like as far as the superhero movie goes. Um, and I always thought it was really fun, and I was bummed that it never got a second season. Cool. What's your honorable mention, Liz? Um, I, I had a couple, but um, so I mentioned the Flintstones earlier because the, their their live action films were really cool. Like the set, the set design sure. was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought about a lot of like Jackie Chan films where like a yes. lot of people. I was I grew up a huge fan of everything Jackie Chan. Um, As you should, because I'm not a monster. <laughs> um, Shanghai Nights and Shanghai Noon. For some reason, cool. everybody kind of glosses over those films, mm-hmm. but I absolutely loved them. That's a good pick. Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan was the duo I never thought I needed. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that exists. It's so good. Um, and the setting, you know, setting it in a different, you know, era is pretty, uh, well, time period anyway, is pretty cool. Um, and just the action sequences, everything he delivers is, is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I mentioned, I'm going to mention this time and time again, but like in rush, was it rush hour three when he, where he slides through the, yeah. The little the little slot where the bank like the the banker kind of like they, where, wherever people exchange like um uh like Currency. casino chips for oh yeah, yeah. Cash. Oh, oh, yeah. he just slides through it like he's just running and just um but amazing. anyway that's not what I'm talking about I'm talking about Jack uh, Shanghai Nights um came out in two thousand three um. Yeah, like I said, Owen Wilson, Jackie Chan, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson as Charlie Chaplin. Um, and then a, a few, like, actors that we're not really very familiar with. We're familiar with. And then Shanghai Noon, uh, we bring back our lovable Owen Wilson. And then we have a few other extra. Um... Oh, and Lucy Liu. I forgot about her. Oh, Lucy, yeah. yeah. Nice. Lucy Liu, she, she plays Princess Pei Pei. Thank you. You don't have enough pay-pay for this move. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, sorry. Shanghai Noon first and Shanghai Nights. Um, cool. I enjoyed those very much. All right, Dean. What's yours? Oh, man. This is a this is a tough one. Um, off the top of my head. Yeah, just go. I, yeah. yeah, I didn't think of some. I didn't think of really. That's okay. Uh, Freddy versus Jason. Okay. Cool. 
terrible movie. I somehow still enjoy the premise. I grew up, love Nightmare on Elm Street, love uh, Friday the 13th, obviously. Um, it's so bad. Like, it's so bad. Is it, Are they in, like, space in that one? No, that's Jason X. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> no one no one else has seen Freddy vs. Jason. Uh, What's that? I don't think no I one else has seen it, right? I haven't no. seen I haven't seen a lot of the Freddies or nor the the um not what are they called the G, the, the Nightmare on Elm Street Nightmare. or Hall- oh, yeah. Halloween? No, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Sorry, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, and the I Nightmare on Elm Street. I get them all yeah. mixed yeah. up, like Mike, Michael Myers and Jason and all Jason like, Voorhees I, and Freddy Krueger. Yeah. yeah, I I'm when it comes to those franchises, I'm an idiot. So. It, it was such a hyped up idea, you know, mm-hmm. be, yeah. being a horror fan from the late 80s, early 90s yeah. when I was a kid, you know, and it just came out. And, um, you know, they got the original Freddy Krueger actor. Uh, yeah. It, 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 it was just so bad, but it's just <laughs> fun to watch. There's definitely a couple of jokes toward the end of the film that you just couldn't say. Like it's not even like a Tropic Thunder thing. You just can't. <laughs> yeah, you just, just couldn't. You could. You just couldn't say this stuff anymore. You know, it's Ooh. sort of like I recently rewatched it and I was like, did she just say that? <laughs> wow. You know, and uh, all right, yeah. Wow. I didn't. I I figured that at that point in time there was still there was still some like stuff like that. In films, I didn't totally realize that. Yeah, there, there's a couple of terms, I'll say. Yeah. There's a couple of terms they say where I'm like, you, you can't say that now. Likes. Number one? Number one. All right, Ralph. All right. My favorite movie of all time, the movie that inspired my love of fantasy, 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, but a 60% audience score. From 1996... Directed by Rob Cohen, starring Julie Christie, Sean Connery, Dennis Quaid, (gasps) and a bunch of other people. We did mention already, Dragonheart. Hell yeah. Uh, It won awards for visual effects back in 1996. Uh, And if you rewatch it now, which I do every year since 1996, I watch this movie once a year, if not (laughs) more. Um, Like, the VFX, like, hold up pretty well. I don't know if it's like the the kind of tones that they use, but like there's that scene where Dennis Quaid is at uh, King Arthur's kind of, uh, they go to Avalon. Yeah. Uh, and, and the, you know, Draco kind of comes out of the, uh, out of the rain, out of the darkness, but he was kind of like behind the statue too. Cause they can like turn to stone for camouflage, which is really great. Oh, I forgot they could do that. Um, <laughs> it's so yeah. corny. But like uh, Pete Postlewaite plays, uh, brother Gilbert, mm-hmm. um, yep. who was really good. He was also in. Um, he has also been in the Usual Suspects, The Town, uh, like the gangster at the end of the town, Clash of the Titans, um, stuff like that. Jurassic Park Two. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the hunter. Um, oh my gosh. Jason Isaacs is just like some side yeah. henchman. Yeah. That just totally I, took me out when you just said Clash of the Titans. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love oh, that we have Jason Isaacs okay. and then somebody called Draco in this film. It's just, I know, it's right? Really nice. And then um, who was oh, yeah. the bad guy? Was it? Oh, you haven't named the bad guy? And then actually, <laughs> another Harry Potter reference. We've got David Thewlis in this one. Oh, um, yeah. And he plays. Remus oh, Lupin. That's who I was going for. Okay. He was the yeah. bad Yo, guy. King, that's, a, King, that's a good actor for a villain. King Enon. 
Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I yeah. just I love this movie. Yeah. So cool. much. And Dennis Quaid is so great in it. He plays such a good character. Um yeah, I just freaking love that movie so much. And it it made a decent amount of money. Um like it, you know, did okay, but just the string of low budget garbage sequels. There's like seven Dragon Heart movies. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. they're all just like sci-fi oh, no, original, just the most ooh, terrible things you've ever seen in your life. Genuinely they're terrible. They're so bad and it makes me so angry because the original was so freaking good and it made money. So I don't I don't know. That's just, a, they did it dirty. That's a point in time yes. where I think they could just like think they could make a cash grab for that kind of stuff cuz mm-hmm. even cuz the execs were yeah. probably just like this is trash. We don't need this. Whatever. Just throw a sequel together. So the first one was 96, they made one 4 years later and then 15 years later 3 and then another what? one in 2017. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like an ongoing 2015? Did you say? 96, 2000, 2015, 2017. Yeah. Well, depending on the limitations oh. of the property, they it may be one of those Fantastic Four oh, things that, yeah. where they make a movie just to keep the rights to the film. Yeah. Maybe. Possible. Yeah. Oh. But it's sad. But, like, the design oh. the, of Draco, like, as a dragon, oh, yeah. it is a, mm. on all fours, wings on its mm. back. But he's got a cool tail with these, like, blades that come okay. out yeah, yeah. kind cool. of thing. I like that. Um, yeah, and it's just so good. And Sean Connery just does mm-hmm. such a great job. Dude, Sean Connery is one of those... I think he's one of those actors that, for me at least, he may be in a bad movie, but he is never bad. I've never <laughs> yeah. seen a movie where I've been like, Sean Connery sucked in this. Oh, yeah. No, he always nails He's it. like, oh, my God. He's been in everything from cr- crappy, like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, to like... Hunt for Red October. Yeah. You know, like, yep. great films, and then not so great films, but he's always Sean Connery. The Rock. The Rock is... That, that, might have, that should good. have probably been on one of these lists. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think it's bad, though. You know, I think it's just underrated. Oh, really? You think it's bad? I mean, it's not good. <laughs> okay, yeah, I mean, it's not good. <laughs> I but... mean, like, do I love Con Air? Yes. Oh, is it a good I, I movie? Cannot, <laughs> I cannot believe I, did, I didn't put Con Air on my list. I'm a little upset with oh, myself. I love that, that movie. All right, well... Cool. What you so got? So my favorite is, I mean, I put this at the top is Batman and Robin, just because I, I think I've made it a career now to, to defend this film. Yes, um, from me. <laughs> I mean, from you alone, but from most people in general, because a lot of people like to shit on things nowadays. Um, and. I mean, we talked about it before. There's just so much to love for the wrong reasons, but yeah. like, it's. It's just, it's it's gonna, it's definitely gonna go down as a cult classic. I think. I the I would go so far as to say the cultist of classics. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Where like the people who I think the division when it terms to, of cult classics. Yeah. I think the division of people who love this film and hate this film is one of the widest in film history. Mm. Yeah. Maybe near the top. Yeah, because it's Batman, so it's like a franchise that nobody wants to be made. A mockery of mm-hmm. yeah. like Batman has such a serious tonality to it that like this film in itself should it makes no sense right but if you if you break it down to some of its elements I feel like it didn't do everything wrong no I, I, uh, let me let me let me say this about what I think I'm about going, this film. I'm going to break this man one day <laughs> no, no, no. Here, I I agree in that I think it achieved its goal 
I, I am not disagreeing with that at all. Okay. So the objective truth is that it achieved its goal that it was trying to do. My subjective truth is that I don't like how it achieved the goal and it missed the mark for me. Okay. Mm. Does that make sense? I think that the reason people love it is totally well-founded because I think it achieved the goal for the reason people love it. But I don't love that reason. I, okay. I don't know, um, you know, what vices uh, everyone here may or may not be into. <laughs> but What are we about to go? What, but what if I, you smoke and watch that movie, oh, wow. you're going to have the time of your life. <laughs> okay. You're going to be smiles from ear to ear. Yeah. You're going to be laughing yeah. and you're going to love it. I think I, that's the only way I would laugh at that film. Maybe but that's the thing, edible. You, don't, you don't need to. It's not you like don't, Star don't the Star to. Wars Christmas special where you have to be high <laughs> yeah. to oh, watch yeah. it. But I understand. I like that would definitely be like a social experiment. Yeah, like if, if you don't like it, you know, as it is, you know, mm -hmm. just, just take a little something yeah. and, and you will like it. Here's the thing about Batman and Robin. It was so bad. It destroyed the franchise for, uh, what what is it, like... Forever. 1997, uh, Batman Begins came out in 2005. Yeah. It destroyed the franchise for that. And it took years. Christopher Nolan remaking it. took Christopher it. Nolan <laughs> yeah. remaking Batman. And then people went, oh, superhero movies can actually be good? Yeah, because that predated... Three years later, Iron Man yeah. comes out. Wait, yeah. do you think the Nolan trilogy was better than Batman and Robin? Which one will I watch? In terms of oh, wow, that's yeah. such a that's such uh, well, yeah. a that's um, such that's so hard. What's more of a Batman movie when you look at source material? Batman and Robin or the Christopher Nolan Batman? Depend hey, I got your answer. Ooh. De what source material? Yeah, what source material? That's that is the yeah. well, I don't think at Frank Miller? Nolan. If you're looking uh, at like the Golden Age? Schumacher. Frank Miller, like Dark Knight Returns, Dark Knight Rises, like the Nolan movies are not that dark no i don't like the nolan movies they're more they're, i know you they're don't. more they're more like hey, they feel more like espionage kind of i think maybe of. we should wait for two seconds okay because golden schmo's biggest disappointment of the year winner and the worst movie of the year nominee losing to zoolander 2 but won an ascap film and television award for top box office films for com composition hans zimmer my film is Batman versus Superman at number one for the most underrated movie of all time. Oh, Batman what? versus Superman is the most underrated movie for me. I, uh, I that is so unexpected, and I am all about in that. no way shape or form would I say that with an it's, asterisk. Okay, the director's cut. I was about to yeah, say oh, the yes, ultimate yes, edition, yes, right? So, so the cut. ultimate edition, yeah. So <laughs> way better. So this has a twenty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but IMDb puts it at six point four. Man, I can't believe I didn't even think of that because yeah, I mean Ben Affleck's my favorite Batman. Mm -hmm. I yep, ran I about this all the time. It's the most like like uh, Frank Miller Batman. Ben Affleck is Frank Miller. He I would, is, I would agree. He with is one hundred percent the yeah. Frank Miller Batman. And I know we talked about not having Marvel or DC a lot on this list, so I allowed myself one. And you used it well. I think that this was the one. And like, but to me, it's like, why don't you like the Christopher Nolan Batman movies? Because it's not Batman. Okay, right. And the stunt work doesn't depict the training that we know Batman to have. To me personally, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like and like, he throws elbows when it's like almost kick distance. Yeah, like him fighting Bane the first time was trash over telegraphed single yeah. punches. Yeah, no good combinations. Yeah. it just it just sucked. Yeah, like he had like he relied on his gadgets and his car 
for all those movies. Like, I just don't. Yeah. I just don't like those movies. Obviously, I Heath agree. Ledger, like, yeah. you know, was incredible. Yep. Um, and, you know, uh, we talked about Michael Jai White being in there. The guy that he uh, puts the pencil on the table and the slams thunk. his head yep. through the eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. was, um, you know, him. But, yeah. And, no. No, it wasn't. It was his henchman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. It was yeah, it was, it was, it was, he was serious. He, was he tries Enough to get him and then he clown. kills him later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what he says. I um, remember that. But yeah, I totally love that delivery of that line. By the way, ba- Batman vs Superman is the first time in live action that we got to see Superman be uh, his agility and grapple dodge. Yep, he's never grapple dodged in mm-hmm. any yeah. live action up to that point. And Batman, if you can name a better Batman fight scene than the warehouse, I will give you uh, there the isn't shirt one. off my back. There isn't one. because. This movie, del- yeah, my, I mean, it's a good shirt. Your shirt, classic. Your shirt is yeah. so sad. <laughs> but I just, I look at this movie and I'm like, I know, I know the complaints. I know the Martha of it all. I know all that bullshit. But dude, there's so many moments that are so good in this film. So good. Batman shines in this like ben affleck as batman is like i it's so hard for me not to love it as from mm-hmm. the moment i saw this i was like okay it's a little sleepy it's a little sleepy but god there were so many moments i love the way kryptonite is described i yeah. love the way it mediates superman i love that even still batman relies on superman's humanity f- so that he can get close enough to give him the kryptonite and mm-hmm. then wail on him you know and i just it's such oh. a good like Batman with prep versus someone yes. kind of thing, yeah. which I love. And the espionage elements, corporate espionage elements, where They're he sneaks so into um, Lex Luthor's place, yeah. to get uh, the file he's looking for on all the uh, metahumans, and he pretends to be drunk or whatever yeah. when someone mm-hmm. comes in. Like, that is quintessential Bruce Wayne. Like we had the DC universe we wanted; mm-hmm. it was right there. Yeah, like Z- yeah. like Snyder had it. Yeah. And they just, just freaking Warner Brothers, man, just can't get out of their own friggin' way. They double yeah. beat all over that. What do, you, what do you think the first m- misstep in the DCEU was? Because I'm going on record here. Okay. What do you think? Unless there's something I'm not recalling correctly, it was Wonder Woman 84. That was, oh, that was the first misstep. Like, like I was so excited to see Wonder Woman 84 because the first Wonder Woman, like Gal Gadot, is Wonder Woman. Oh, it's, it's yeah, just, absolutely. It's just such it's great kind of, casting. She kind of reminds me of Iron Man that way, is that yeah. we had two questionable Iron Man movies following the first one, and yet you can never dispute that mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. was quintessentially Tony yeah. Stark and great in those yep. films, despite the quality of the films, which I, I love the third one, but that's just me. That could have been on this list for me. But, um, yeah, I, I agree. I agree with Gal Gadot being Wonder Woman. It's going to be inc- almost impossible to recast her for me. Yeah. But yeah, there were, like the the first one woman was so great. They established like she's not quite Steve Rogers, like obviously not personality wise, yeah, but like yeah. just as sort of a shining like oh I'm a fish out of water and I'm I'm from this land where I'm I'm so moral and so good. So when she comes to like the world where we all live and she mm-hmm. see those she sees all these broken and and desperate people like just just her attitude toward like the yeah. soldiers and stuff that the she makes like yeah. there's this there's like a scene where like the, the the guy with the PTSD he's like a yes. sniper and he's like I shouldn't be here I shouldn't be here and she goes yeah but who would play piano for us 
if you weren't here. Oh my and god! And it was such a touching. You just gave, scene. I just gave me chills. Yeah, it was yeah. such a touching scene, and the snow outside during the same scene. I was like, man, that, they are like really, really getting this down, and especially Chris Pine in the role. Yeah. When Wonder Woman eighty four hit, man, and they just bring him back. They just yeah. They just bring him back with script magic. And I'm just, like, this just cheapens also, everything that happened in also, the first I film. Hate. They compromise everything that she is in that movie. All the goodness she has about like bringing him back, and she's like, "Oh, I'm okay with holding this total random guy prisoner." That's the other thing. It's uh, creepy, so that I can have this guy that I see, but only I see yeah. him as this. I'm just like, "Fuck yeah. off!" It's that like is a, not Wonder Woman. Yeah, it's a real guy that's yeah. in, in the world that has a Wait, family. Was, was the theatrical release of Justice League before 1984? Uh, it was because yes. I would say that was the first. I think step was firing yeah. Snyder because uh, I don't re-edit. think that Batman versus Superman was completely a misstep. I really no. don't think it was. Mm. I mean, I know the quality that we got was Zack Snyder's Justice League, which was super good to me. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, super great, phenomenal. Yeah. And like, I I feel the same way about the uh, the ultimate edition of this film. Like, it's very good, and everyone's like, oh. Superman, Batman for Superman's rush. It has all these uh, unorganic cuts and like the character development with all the stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, but that ultimate edition, that extra, like almost hour of material. Yeah. Totally fleshes it all out. And suddenly I, I get it all. I feel it all. I'm good. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, even though I still don't love the Martha thing. Yeah. But... That's it, it. I can take that. I can deal with that. That to me doesn't bother me that much. I understand why. Like, obviously, it's a thing to make... It's a thing for Batman to see Superman as Clark instead of Superman. Yeah. It's a way to be like, oh, this guy has a mom. Yeah. I had a mom. Yeah, he humanizes. He he has a mom. And the one thing that he... I think Batman always understands is orphans. Yeah, yeah. Across... And that's where I think they nail Bruce Wayne. Is like, mm-hmm. his, his viciousness and his nature just f- melts. As soon as he sees yeah. this orphan, yeah. What I what I don't get about the scene is I c- I could never imagine that's what Superman would say. Mm. Like like it would be like save my mom. Like there just there would just be another way to say yeah, like what he has my mother. So, yeah, and, I, I, and that I don't still get... could have been the thing that makes Batman realize exactly. Yeah. You know, he's looking out for other yeah. people or whatever. Yeah. So I, I think like the whole the Martha connection takes away from from that the proper proper name yeah, yeah the, the proper that, yeah it's just it's you. just too it's too convenient it's it's exactly what he needed to say mm-hmm. when he had no reason to say it that makes sense yeah because he yeah. could have said you have yeah. to stop luther yeah because how many of you guys, like that and how many of you guys call your mom by your her name oh right no, i would no. never say save exactly. lisa save lisa yeah I mean, if I had a secret identity, it would make more sense if he said, save Martha Kent. But he knows. Yeah. They know he knows. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, that is the only thing to me in this film that I can't deal with. Mm -hmm. The motivation for Batman being an ass Superman, I I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I I feel it's the DCU that we should have had. It was right there. I agree. (laughs) Also, here's a fun fact for nerddom. The Golden Schmo Award, which is not just for bad things. That's such a fun name. I love it. Right, yeah. The Golden Schmo also awards good things. This year, Deadpool swiped it across the board. But the Golden Schmo Award for best line in a movie that year was, I am one with the Force and the Force is with me in Rogue One. Oh, wow. Said by Donnie Yen. Yep. So, 
that's a fun little thing. Shout out. He was at uh, the ICCCCCC con from last year. There's so many C's, I don't even know. ICCCCC, insane clown posse. All right, you cap it off, Dean. What's your number one? Number one, with a Rotten Tomato critic score of 4%. Wait, what? Yes. 4%. I didn't know that films could even ever score that. Yeah. With an audience Rotten Tomato score of 25%. So everybody's pretty pretty much agreeing here. Pretty bummed out about it, too. 1997s. Mortal Kombat Annihilation. (laughs) Nice. The sequel. This movie is such a trash. The sequel to the film Mortal Kombat. (laughs) Director John R. Leonati also worked on Detroit Rock City featuring Kiss. Fun fact. Starring Robin Shaw as Liu Kang, as it should. James Remore as Raiden, who was recast from the first film. Musetta Vandar, who plays Sindel. And the only reason I'm mentioning her is she has the worst line delivery in anything <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> Literally. Beats Palpatine? Oh, 100%. You got the line right there? Oh, she, uh, she, so in the film, she, she looks at her daughter, Katana, okay. the, the fan-wielding blue ninja from the video game, and Katana says, I'm paraphrasing this bit. She says, Mother, you're alive? And Sindel just hams it up, but in the worst way. She goes, Too bad you will die. <laughs> I just oh, said I, man. I just said it better than the actress. That I makes, just and get, Yeah, and, I just said it better than the actress. Also, featuring Ray Park. Oh wow. Oh, wow. No Ray Park fucking way. plays a clone of the green ninja reptile in the film. However, they are referred to by a different name. It's not actually reptile, but he's a green ninja like Scorpion and Sub Zero, so he's reptile. Guys. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's bad. I want to crawl into this it's couch and like die. It's like Game of Thrones level dark in that scene. So I want to crawl totally into this couch it's, and it's, die. it's so bad. It's oh. the worst line delivery. Uh, and it's just an awful movie, but I love watching it. I, it's it's every time the characters like the characters from like Mortal Kombat three pop up, and yeah. you know, there's a re cameo by Scorpion did, who died in the first film. Did you like the new one? The new one's about as good as it's ever got. But, I'll uh, say that. I don't think it's as wow. good as the first one, even though the first one's pretty bad. But like, if I had I to watch one, it. I would definitely watch the original Mortal Kombat. If I had to yeah. pick one of the two, just kind of, I guess I'm going quality, like CGI and yeah, and, and acting yeah. and stuff but like that. You didn't that. need to create a whole new character for the movie. Like, there's so many good characters That's and stories. In easily Mortal the Kombat. biggest downfall. But with a film like Mortal Kombat. So the original one, Liu Kang, was sort of the the everyman character. He doesn't mm-hmm. quite know what's going on. They could have done that, but they're also going to rehash the first film if they do that. Uh, and it's like, yeah, okay. mm, yeah but just reboot okay. it. If you're I would rather do just, it. I would rather that happen. Just reboot. Then yeah. create a new character for the newest film, and th- that that was easily the biggest drag of the film. Was like they came up with these really lame powers for the guy, and everything else about the movie was pretty okay as far as the new one, but. Oh, man. Mortal Kombat Annihilation is, 
You know, I said Spawn terrible. was the worst CGI that I've ever seen in a film. It's, I was about oh, to say, yeah. it actually might be this. I, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, um, I don't know how you put Spawn before this when it comes to like bad v- VFX, because I've, I've... The animalities at the end oh, of the film, which yeah. for those of you who don't know out there, it's when the characters from the video game turn into literal animals and then they kill the other character and that's the animality. It's it's, it's got to be the worst CG. It's it's up there with the worst it's visual effects worse. I've I've ever seen. It kind of I I feel like I've seen shots of it and I think it's worse than Animorphs. So you mentioned yeah. you mentioned the piss poor line delivery and I don't know why my brain brain went right to what's her name that plays Patsy in Jessica Jones when oh she becomes a badass. Gosh. I fucking hate it. Uh, uh, it's, she been a, was, uh, it's been a minute. Do, yeah. do you do you did you know that Jessica Jones? I like that show Love character show. as much as I like Punisher. Fun yeah. fact, which for me is a lot because mm-hmm. I love yeah. Punisher. And I can't watch Jessica Jones past its second season. I literally can't do it because when, of that character. When Patsy becomes like you know superhuman or, or whatever, like. I cannot stand her character arc. I can't stand her acting. I mm-hmm. can't stand any of it. Yeah, it's selfish beyond recognition. Yeah, it kills me. I yeah but, yeah. That's just that's where my brain went when you brought it. Like when it, and especially when you heard that line delivery. Oh my god. No wait. Did you do Mystery Men? Uh, I actually looked at a my my list of eight. I kept it to. It had to be quote unquote rotten yeah. on okay. Rotten Tomato. Mm. I wanted to put Mystery Man in it. It just didn't meet the threshold. Okay, I think it's it worthy because that's what I was. Well, honorable 57% mention percent audience score, but in terms of like, I think it's still underrated because sure. I, I was going to have this, but I thought you were going to say it because this would have been like number three because this is like one of my family favorite movies. Like we will all watch this movie together, um, and when you look at like the the cast of it oh like the cast is incredible and people never talk about it like in their movies like you know hank azaria ben stiller uh william h macy kel mitchell paul rubens greg kinnear eddie izzard's in it Artie lang is is. eddie izzard's like one of the disco guys yeah wow yeah and, and then, like and so then many, um, Jeffrey Rush. Oh, and um, oh, wow, yeah. um, he's Casanova Frankenstein, which is the best yeah. villain name in the world. And CeeLo Green is one of the is. Uh, yeah. like the gang members yeah. like at the end. And it is so funny. And it's like a spoof on superhero movies. I love that. And it's from, you know, and it came out like before that was even a thing. So ni- 1999. Wow. The common thread with a lot of these films is they come out in the 96 to 2002 yeah. range. So yeah. And I was going to bring that up. I, the, I would the, go to 2005. Yeah. Sure. I think, yeah. I think yeah. past 2005, you had a little bit more of a. And the other thing is the casts on all of these are just stacked. Yeah. Just, stacked. You know, like. Yeah. Which maybe is why they're all good. Yeah. It's like, even it's though like Reign of Fire. Too. Even though it's they're like, quote unquote yeah. bad, they're still yeah. good because yeah, the cast the, is. The only outliers we have are. Um, Valerian mm. uh, and Spaceballs, which was a, a whole decade. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Before that. And then Venom. Um, but everything else is, like you said, mid 90s to early 2000s. There was one movie I almost yeah, put every, on, literally my, everything. on my list called in 99 called Bicentennial Man. <gasps> oh, I remember that. I almost yes. put that on Robin my Williams. list. And yeah, Robin Williams. And I. I think I want to give it another honorable mention right now because yeah, that film 
when you look at it, it kind of looks like it's supposed to be this character study of a of a robot, but it ends up being a love story mostly. And if you're not ready for it, it can catch you out of left field and make you hate the movie. But I kind of knew that's what it was going into it. Mm. So I actually really loved the movie. And I got to tell you, I do not get the hate of this movie. I cried like a bitch the I first, time I, like first time I saw it. Tiny little <laughs> prissy ass bitch. When I I can't even a, like a little tootsie cranberry. Like a little tootsie cranberry. cranberry. But I I yeah that ending scene fucking killed yeah. me. And I almost put it on here, but I didn't think it was nerdy enough. The only thing That's that a, made it yeah. nerdy was that it was an android. But I'm kind of wishing I had now. Well, we here at the Sarcastic Four always welcome a good Robin Williams reference. Oh my, gosh, oh my gosh, yeah. But there's just so many. I mean, like there were so yeah. many. Oh, we could, we could. This, oh, this could, could go on be forever. Five more hours. Yeah, I was gonna say. Like, like, we, we, we brought up films that we, you know, each of us for, have forgotten in turn, and then like that just sparks, you know, memories of like other shit that like. Mm-hmm. I just like yeah. whenever I typed in some of your, your your selections, and then it was people also searched for, and then I looked at those, and I was like, "Holy yeah. shit!" There's like a lot of stuff there too. Yeah. So I tried to do mostly movies I grew up with, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like I was like, "Man, I kind of want to use this opportunity to, to really dive into other movies that were like underrated." So I kind of used cast and director choices to try and mm-hmm. like sift mm-hmm. through them, which is where I came across like six new ones I watched. But ultimately, I came across you know like yeah. Scanner Darkly and um, Dark Man. Dark- Man. Those, yeah. those are great. Yeah, I dude, Scanner Darkly took me to a really dark place. That yeah. was a really hard movie to watch. It was great. You guys should. I think you'd like it. Did I, I was thinking about another movie. Have you guys watched Moon with Sam Rockwell? Wait I think a I minute. have. And uh, Kevin Spacey does the voice of the robot. It's yes. basically the movie that Tom Cruise's Oblivion ripped off the plot to. That's, gotcha. Yep, I have watched this movie, and it's such a good movie. Yeah. Well, this got ninety percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. I thought you were going to say Kevin Spacey was the voice of the moon. <laughs> I was like, no, no. Like, oh, but I, I mean, uh, even with that uh, that, that big a score, s- people don't talk about it that much. Well, yeah, sure. this is it's very similar to um, uh, Scanner Darkly in that like Scanner Darkly had like a below ten million ten million budget mm-hmm. and box office, and so did this. There's a yeah. budget of five and a box office of nine. At least this broke even. Yeah, yeah. But and and then you know they just like it gets ripped off a decent amount yeah. and and it's a bummer because the original is great. Well, that's the era we live in now, especially. I know. Yeah, that's a. a I know there was a art. lot of subpar movies coming out from '97 to like 2006 Six or eight. Or seven, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know there was a lot of subpar ones, but the one thing you can say is a lot of them were really original. Yeah, yeah. Like, they were was, trying shit out back then. I know yeah. it was a little sure. later, but like Real Steel. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I that watched that movie. I'm like, this has so much heart. Yeah, like a lot of those movies at that time period had so much heart, and they relied on that to re- to really carry the movie forward. Rock and that just doesn't happen robots, anymore. Movie. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yeah, How about the like... movie movies? So like, scary movie, disaster movie, epic. Movie, yeah, all those like oh, those yeah. are those all are like great. those all like were rated super poorly but do we can we not quote a bunch of stuff yeah. like i'm sorry yeah. but the guy with his with his strong, strong hand, hand. Strong yeah. hand. Yeah. yeah like everybody knows that iconic moment and it's just like we like it's they're all freaking hilarious yeah not another teen movie is a, I love that's that a great movie that that's yeah. that's kind of where i first saw chris evans yep yep either yeah. that or 
maybe Fantastic Four, but I think yeah. it was that. You know? Speaking of Chris Evans, Scott Pilgrim probably should have been on one you of know, these lists. You know, I, I started thinking about that, Because that was a, technically a flop. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't know that. I mean, like, you wouldn't think Treasure Planet would be either, but... Oh, yeah. it was. I love Treasure Planet so much. And yeah. then similar, like similar to those films, the new guy was it for me because yeah. like I discovered a lot oh, yeah. of music that I loved mm-hmm. from that film. There was yeah. like the whole pop punk uh, soundtrack on there. So, yeah. and so, what do you think it is? Since we're talking about all these movies that are bad that we love, yeah, these movies managed to maybe not be good or fail at certain points where you could critique writing or acting or mm-hmm. CGI, but we still love them. But then when Marvel shits the bed on these big that. budget movies, yeah. they don't have whatever the redeeming quality is that some of these movies have. Like, is it the the heart or like the, you know? I think hmm, it's a mix. I thought I thought point. about it a little bit. I think it's just the 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 schedule behind it too. Like we're getting like we're getting bombarded with these back to back. So it's just a lot of not good for us to digest. Whereas we sat with these for years, like for decades. Yeah. And a lot of that is just, it's a lot of similar content. Whereas again, this is, these are all super original themes. I don't know. It's just an initial thought for me. Like they continue to stand out because they're so original. Whereas like, like there's been so many Marvel movies that like the bad ones, like, Quantumania is not going to make anyone's list, no. you know, 20 years from now if no. someone does an underrated movie list because they just so get lost other, in the noise. But, that, but there's so many others that are worse well, that to, you yeah. could pick from as well. To play True. devil's advocate, maybe it will. We don't know that. Yeah. Because well. we're literally talking about movies that are bad, but we still love them. And I think it's the idea that a lot of the stuff we're going over goes back to a very carefree time in our lives. Interesting. You know, I think it's partially nostalgia and like the lack of responsibility allowed us to love movies that didn't carry that much responsibility of themselves. Well, not necessarily quite that. Like, obviously, it's nostalgia in general, but it, you know, like it goes back into a time when I didn't worry about taxes or bills or like right. That's what I'm saying. Emotional health. Red door. Or or getting shot at at (laughs) red door. Yeah, that happened, listeners. It, it's just the time in your life when you're just a kid and you just get to be a kid and you get to be innocent and you get to be happy. And mm-hmm. when you when a trailer for a new Mortal Kombat movie comes out, I, I think back into my head, oh, I remember going to Walmart when I was a kid and playing Mortal Kombat 3 and yeah. I didn't worry about anything. And I just... And and I, I I do think you're onto something because Brandon's are more in like the 2000s range, some mm-hmm. 90s, but mm-hmm. like we commu- like definitely have a lot more like the 90s picks because yeah. mm-hmm. there's yeah. there is an age gap. There is a couple, um, yeah. There's a couple that really survived though. Through. And at that age, we generally have more positive emotion. Mm-hmm. Whereas as you age, you kind of you know, you age, you get turn into yeah a sad yeah loveless <laughs> yeah husk of jaded of piece what of shit. used yeah. to be. And I mean, for for oh better, for We're better or for worse, Ant Man Quantumania is going to be someone's spice world. It might, you know, yeah. I mean, some kid that's like twelve, fourteen. There's some, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like There's that. someone right now that something about Ant Man is going to hit for them. That when you know, twenty, twenty five, thirty years from now, they'll feel the same way that. Mm. That I feel when when somebody says Mars attacks. Yeah, I'm just know? thinking about my two two year old nephew who has like his little uh, Captain America costume and like loves Spider Man. Yeah. Um, when he's gonna watch these when he's old enough, um, he's gonna have so much, 
so much. Oh yeah. To absorb. Yeah. Whereas we got things a little yeah. more spaced out, so I, I wonder how that's going to translate. And lo- love or yeah. hate it, you know, kids like that, two three years, they they have easier access to it. Like yeah. you know, we had to go to blockbuster and all these yeah. family video yeah family videos we we actually had to go to a box retailer for mm-hmm. this stuff which we couldn't do and now kids have iphones in their pockets yeah. that they can rent mystery but, and all like, what's allowed? behind the what's behind the beaded door and your dad's like get away from there right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In oh a way, my God, though, yes. i like that though because it allowed me to discover something like a scanner darkly like yeah, i would yeah. not have known to go to family video and fucking if they had that at family video you know what i'm saying like yeah seven million dollar budget movies aren't just sitting in Plain precarious sight. like yeah. huge huge supplies at a family the video aisle that's that's like that's being right uh, advertised and first, es- like before everything else yeah yeah and especially at the time period like that kind of animation probably wouldn't have drawn a lot of eyes mm. so like i can't even imagine you know what i'm saying so like i just really like where we're at but i also like where we've been and i think that hopefully we can still have these like lovable nostalgia moments and they will look back on ant-man or something like that that maybe we shat on because you know because here's a good example too to me is like the time period is right lining up it's really close to people that grew up with iron man are shitting on ant-man are the same probably age of people that saw Return of the Jedi and were shitting on Phantom Menace. Yeah. And it's not yeah. too far off of that. But at the same time, it's like it may still be someone like us where like Phantom Menace could have easily been on this list and I could talk about a lot of things that were great with that movie. I, you thought, know? I thought about yeah. it. I did think about it because... That's very like, fair. But again, it's just I saw it in theaters when I was a kid. And yep, exactly. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well... I love this. This was a great episode. Yeah, this was a good yeah, one. This great is a lot of love. This. I feel great. I hope people who listen to this go and be like, "Man, I have I have some really good movies to watch." You know? Yeah. Hope, yeah. yeah. Seriously, like, leave comments on our Instagram page because I want to hear. Like, we I, I made a list, and we'll we're all going to sort through these lists and probably each watch our uh, like everybody else's picks on our own time. But we, I want to hear what anybody else might have to suggest that we may have missed. Like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Forgotten. Well, yeah, like and give us five stars. Yeah, on, yeah please yeah, do, do all on the podcast. Things. That helps a lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah. share, share it if you like it. I'm Brandon Wiggers. I'm Dean Sizemore. I'm Liz LaBelle. I'm Ralph Purificato. We are Sarcastic Four. We'll see y'all later. Bye. This is the way.